Let's get started. Here we go. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Do not attempt to adjust your down. I'm transmitting live. Yo, let's get down to business. Now let's get it all in perspective. We did it like that and now we do it like this. Right. For the underground world, every street and bro. You may learn something. You are now listening to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience with Chico, Simon, Kamar, and your host, Matt Floyd! Welcome to the Joe Rogan Experience Experience. My name is Matt Floyd, joined as always by Kamar. Welcome to the party. And Simon. Hello. What we do here is very simple. The three of us have listened to every episode of the Joe Rogan Experience this week. We're going to rate each episode as well as the week on a scale of one to five Jamie Vernon's. We're then going to talk about each guest, the talking points, give our opinions, this, that, and the next. But first, come on, there was a massive dono this week. Am I big crazy? donation, big donation. The show may be ending, but uh, we'll see how we can divvy up the money. Big shout out to Trevor Clark. Woo, yeah. Thanks, Trevor. Way to get in on uh, the May Flowers promotion we have going right now. I believe it's May Days, but... <laughs> oh, May Days, I'm sorry. I'm I could sorry. be wrong. I thought it was April Showers, uh, Spring May Flowers. Shout out to all, all the patrons, past and present and future. Uh, there were some messages. Uh, Patreon apologized for having to leave, and I, I just want anyone never apologize. Only apologize for not fucking joining the Patreon. Follow me at, at Kamar Bayi, motherfuckers. Did he call us idiots when he left? Though I couldn't tell. No, it, it, was, it was a bot, as far as I'm concerned. But if a bot <laughs> wants to join the Patreon, let's play ball. All right, well, Kamar, how was your week? Uh, super good week. Like I said, I was hanging out with the Prime Minister. Yeah, and Hillary, and Hillary Clinton. So. You shared a stage with the Prime Minister? Pretty much. I um, really feel like you're lying, because I could have swore I saw that Justin Trudeau was in London, England. Why would he lie? Yeah. Why would I lie? About that. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I guess. So the maybe they had a, well, they had a body double. Question. I'll tell you, uh, my friend here, Simon, watched and would have seen yeah, did Trudeau. you see JT there when you watched the coronation, Simon? <laughs> you, no. You must have seen <laughs> Katy Perry. <laughs> I didn't. Was Kid Rock I didn't there? really watch it. Was, it. I'm sorry to burst your bollocks. Balls. <laughs> Terrible. Um, my wife watched it. Okay, okay. Um, on her phone. Yeah, I just it's crazy when they walk around. There's always four guys in a parameter with big bulges in their jacket. Like everywhere he goes, and there's I bet him big bulges in their pants too. I like hope so. Out. I hope so. And then there's two guys. That just look like they're CrossFit camo sort of guy. Like they're not jacked or anything, and they they don't have guns, but they have both have backpacks, and they it's it's really weird. But I guess that happened because when our prime minister got attacked, he choked the guy out. Remember that? That made Jean Chrétien a hero. A hero. And then uh, in the evening, yeah, Hillary Clinton came out, which was just the liberals love Hillary Clinton. Weird. It was like Oprah. Weird. That's so weird. I don't understand that at all. What don't... Yeah, I don't understand it either, but... What do we have to do with Hillary? We Clinton? are Hillary. What? Like, they, it was a rock star moment for the Liberal Party. It's crazy. Isn't it crazy? Yeah. Is she like going to come and, out. like, run here, like the CFL player, like the NFL players come and play in the CFL? She couldn't make it there, so she's trying yeah. here. I was thinking it's she's not like the rocket Ishmael of politics. Yeah. It's not fair that the liberals' colors are red. I thought they were blue. Not the conservatives. And the NDP are 
orange. Yeah. But my my point being is just all huh? liber- all liberal stuff looks Canadian. I know what you mean because it looks like the flag. Because it, it always just works out. I uh, associate liberal with blue. I always How? thought Why? the liberal party was a blue. Well, that's funny because they are been the voting. Con- Simon's been they, voting conservative. Yeah. This whole time. Well, no, <laughs> no shit. They are the blues in America. Supposedly, the Democrats. And yeah, red state, blue red. state. In I'm the picturing States. the liberal little thing. It's blue. No, you're no. not. You, you got me. Good one. Okay, you're what, trash. Whatever. <laughs> we don't have to do his what, episode now. Whatever. Anymore. Oh, by the way, yeah, Patreons, welcome to the show. Um, we do the post show after every show, and uh, we just put our first uh, stolen IP uh, <laughs> expansion borrow, project borrow, together. Borrow, borrow, borrow. We're only doing three episodes. It's not going to be a continued thing. One for each of yeah, us. Yeah, save your emails. <laughs> yeah, we're not. Yeah, no cease and desist. But join the Patreons fire. That's my week. Put join the Patreon. Simon, how was your week? Uh, my week was. Um, all naked and afraid, Matt. That's it. That's all. Do you feel like you're ahead of the curve? I don't know what that means. Like, in the near future, naked and afraid is going to get popular, or it's a super popular show? <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm, there's like 15 seasons. I come late to everything. Have oh, you tried to convince Halima that you guys should go out into the oh, wilderness? No, I have the, zero in interest okay. in that. Like, naked and afraid has zero, happened. I zero see. interest. Would you pay money for an unedited version of Naked and Afraid? Like if they offered a Only DVD fans. box set. If it was like kind of like uh, Lena the Plug and that, you know, where you could watch them fuck, for sure. Okay, you want I wasn't to see the people who are naked far. afraid to have sex while they're naked and afraid? No, I meant more it's, like... It's so gross because everybody's so dirty. That's what yeah. I meant. I meant more like but, if they're foraging for berries and they're both like bent over. Oh, you want like without the blur. That's it, yeah. And, oh, no. and swearing I, I and everything. That, it's I'm like fine. Hell's Kitchen. I, I'll, I just, whatever. Like Hell's Kitchen unedited is... Um, but they swear on this, I think. Oh, do they? Yeah. Okay, well, that's good enough. Yeah, they say motherfucker. Yeah, no, I don't want to see a hairy, dirty grundle. No, that's why they blur it out. You don't yeah. see that on the show. I know you don't. Yeah. I know. I've I've seen Naked and Afraid. Oh, you have? Okay. Yes, yes. You're yes. not a... I was asking you if you would pay for... But you went a step further and I said, would pay for the... Uh, yeah, you would pay X for the OnlyFans yeah. version of... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Every once in a while, you get like a really hot girl on that show. Yeah, but do they ever pair her up with a dude she's going to bang No, it's always a gay guy. Interesting. What I've seen is interesting is uh, the edit is everything, right? Mm-hmm. We understand that. Yeah. So if just for some reason, you know, the invention of lying, there was no such thing as editing ever, that'd be the real equalizer. Those would be real reality shows without the edit. Which I think prior are super boring. And and, and you, it, yeah, that, but you can't do that because what do you like? You have to edit for time at least. Yeah, obviously. You, you well, no, be, you, you just roll. Just, you <laughs> watch 24 hour television. Well, remember I told you that was U8 TV, The Lofters was yeah. that. You could tune in anytime via the well, internet. So is um, Big Brother. Like you can pay Online. extra money to oh, go be on. able to okay, watch twenty four seven. Just watch the cameras roll. Just watch them know? take a shit. All no, they don't have them yeah, in yeah. the bathrooms. But yeah, I tried. That's the German Big Brother. That's yes. a different uh, yeah, das. different enterprise. Big Scheiße. That was your week then? Just naked and afraid. Yeah, man. I just don't do much anymore. You know. Okay, fair enough. I find something to watch and I do that. Yeah, okay, cool. Cool, man. All right, well, my week was whatever, too. Kamar, you want to go over the guest list so that uh, we can start this bad boy off? I'd love to, Brother Matt. Uh, we start off the week with 1980, Michio Kaku, followed by 1981, 
cool year that he, his episode was. Paulie Shore. Liam Vinola. Who we found out was a daddy's boy, not a Liam boy. Vinola? That's who Paulie Shore looks like, yeah. I don't Oh, I know who you're talking about. And we ended off the week with, I think we all agreed, 1982, John Hennessy. He really fucking psyched us out, or psyched me out this week. I was like, Michio Kaku, we are back to the fucking Joe Rogan of old, only to be kiboshed by Pauly Shore and then that turd of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> it really, it, 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 even, I, I find that if you were a car enthusiast, well, f- here did I say that right? Here's no, here's my th- here's close, here's my thing. Yeah, um, like I'll put up with Joe. I get it. It's his show. That's what made it popular. Him talking to people that he wanted to talk to. Yeah, I can see that maybe there are people who watch Joe Rogan for hunting. I I can handle that. Okay, mm-hmm. maybe for fitness. I get that. Is there anyone out there who's going to Rogan for their car shit? Like, what are you? What are we doing here? He has passion. Listen, I have passion about how much I hated that episode. You, Agreed. <laughs> and Joe has passion for the need for speed. No, Joe is a fucking egocentric maniac who Whoa. just thinks he can do whatever he wants whenever he Well, he wants. can. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is true. Do you want to rate the week then, Simon? I have a feeling you're going to drop a bombshell on us. I Last mean... week you were like a 4.1874628. <laughs> so I wonder this week it's probably going to be a lot lower. Um... Yeah, it's going to be considerably lower. Because there's uh, one that I assume I mean, is going to get like Kaku, a... that was great. Okay. That was a terrific conversation. Yeah, it was. It was good. I really liked it. It wasn't long enough, but I really liked it. I, it felt yeah. like half of it was... Well, we'll get to it, but... I, I'll give it like a three and a half for no, Michio no, Kaku. Well, what do you... Okay. He's, no, I'm just... Bury the lead, yeah. And then the other two get like a one and a point five respectively. No, maybe a two and a point five respectively. So do the math, folks. And keep your eyes open. <laughs> That's my rating. <laughs> so, well, you do the math. I'm going to give this week... Uh, Oh God! A one and a half. I got to be honest. I'm just, I'm just being real as real as I can be here. I don't want to be a negative Nancy like you, but I I, I give it a two. So just slightly more less negative Nancy. Yeah, yeah great. I'm always optimist. And I gave it a two point one. Okay, <laughs> you did the real math. I did the real math. You told me. I like me. that. Yeah, I did it. Okay, so there we have it. Kamar, you want to uh, start this bad boy off? Nineteen eighty, Michio Kaku. I'm going to let that slide. It was close enough. <laughs> okay. This guy was on less than six months ago, June correct? 8th, no, no, no. 2022. So June 8th, 2022. Almost a year ago. A year ago. Okay. And it was him that talked about the tier one, tier two mm-hmm. civilizations, right? And then. What, was it? Or was that somebody else who talked about that and he just brought it up this time? Mm-hmm. It was him. Really? So you looked into it? Okay. No, I, 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 I. Yes. Yes, I did. Okay. <laughs> I think it was him too and if it was half of this episode was regurgitating what was said last time okay if that's the case I apologize I thought well, you don't have to apologize else. you didn't uh... I find it I found it very interesting but Joe none of this matters because of quantum computing what is that it's computing on atoms and what does that mean I cannot tell you because nothing since, you know, that's my problem. These guys last time he was on all this stuff is happening and nothing happened. So he, he says 18 months, the Murphy's law of, uh, or not Murphy's law. 
Sure. Tree diggers rule. Mayor's law. You guys know what I'm trying what, to I don't up. know what it is. It's something like that. Every 18 months, it gets smaller it and smaller or whatever. Yeah, the opposite of what you said. And then add 20%. He says it's going to be the most disruptive moment in human history. Mm-hmm. Powerful stuff. It would be interesting. Sorry, Simon. It would be interesting if, kind of a paradox, the second they figured out quantum computing, um, everything just ended, like just in a done. just in a flash. Because, and what I mean is, like, from that moment forward, someone would then create a time machine, and then they would somehow figure out how to just wipe it all. You know what I mean? So, like, in that instant, we would go, we would go it forward in like time, what, and then that's back. What everything just blacks. That's yeah. interesting. So maybe the Big Bang was just that Ooh. happening the time before or whatever. Well, it's interesting you mentioned the Big Bang because I want to talk about... They were... Michio Kaku was like, you couldn't ever recreate um, reality using a computer. Well, uh, or create a perfect simulation. A perfect simulation. That was it. And I was like, that's fine. Um, we don't even know if this is a perfect simulation. That's what I was about to say. Is It I, probably isn't. No, I was like, you like, listen, everything we feel we think is very real. That's the idea of the simulation is that it feels very real. We don't know what grass on our feet feels like, like, like a hundred percent, a hundred percent the moon. Yeah. The fact that we only see one side of it, that was like a glitch in their program that they just didn't bother changing. They're like, the programming on that is going to be way too complex. We'll just tell them this. Yeah. Anyways, just going back for a second. So. My my whole thing is all of these guys base all of this, the atoms, the blah, 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 on, the blah, blah, on blah. Einstein's laws, and it kind of all branches off from there. Yeah. They're not laws, they're theories. He took an idea, he took an educated guess as to what may be going on. Well, no, but some of them... For but, all they know, Okay. just, just hear me sure, out here. Sure. We, you got to that point in time where Einstein went this way and he should have gone that way. And everything after that has been people just trying to prove what he said. And maybe you can make it work, but maybe it's not the right. It, it just, we don't know. He's, he, that could all be. It's all hearsay. It's, it's all theories. It's the all just, string it's theory. just theories. But it's, they're not laws. Okay, but Einstein theorized black holes. Okay. And then years later, they found black holes. How do you know? I mean, that's okay. what, again, sure, until you're right, you I guess. go yes, into fine. that black hole, what are, what are we looking at, you know? Fine. Okay, how about this then? He theorized the math of a black hole, and then they found that math of a black hole in space. Is that better? I guess I they just... They told us this happened. They okay. did a calculation and then they told <laughs> us... No, not, no, no. They did saying. a calculation and then told us what a black hole was going to look like. Nobody has seen the black hole to confirm. Well, they have photos of it. Using that. <laughs> Listen to this guy. Well, they have photos of the the. Did they use a the can Earth of Rebel? From the moon or what, too, what kind of camera? You know? What kind well, of lens they use on that? I'm just saying. If you don't want to believe anything ever, Kamar, then that's fine. You don't have to believe anything ever. I want to believe things, but I also would like like some rational proof oh, no, but you know for me it's like electron mis- microscope you're not even seeing it it's some sort of energy pattern that's like it's not what it is right well it can't be because it can, it it's existing be. in two places at the same it's time like, it's like seeing something through an infrared camera 
And when you see it, it doesn't look infrared, but it, like whatever they're describing, they're seeing, they're not actually seeing. Like this is sure this is the whole thing, okay? So they've explained to us atoms, this and that, that we kind of understand. We're made of atoms and we're somehow being held together and we we are a human organism. We are. But in some other case, that same atom or that same molecule or whatever it is can be here and here at the same time. Yes. But you, you're stable where you are. It's just, it's... It, it, how does that compute? Well, Do the strangest thing I mean? is, I think of it as we are all connected right now. Let's hold hands. No, no, we, we're already holding hands. Oh, I, I am you. You are me. I'm touching the floor. You're touching the floor. It's not actually like that. The only time <laughs> you're separated from the mass is if you jump in the air for that split second, or you jump over a plane. Simon, have you ever heard the meat paradox? Uh, I don't think so. So, I think it goes something like this: if you cook ribs at 200 degrees for like five hours the meat falls right off the bone your body is 98 degrees and that meat is there for 70 years and it never gets cooked right how does that make sense yeah you're a walking rack of ribs (laughs) literally but you're not yeah that just ain't cooking yeah yeah, I know. It's all just very coincidental. Uh, probably kinda, just, it's probably just the skin. Kind of like the moon. Who knows? I'm sure if you got skinned and laid down and animals not allowed to eat at you, you'd become beef jerky. And then eventually you just disappear or, back into or, the air. Or just maggot food. Anyways, let's move on because he had other interesting things to say. But... I thought it was interesting how it says... It's not like we're pressed for time. Today. Oh, no, that's true. Sorry. Keep yakking. Yeah, I, I was just used to last week when we had five episodes and we weren't allowed to talk about anything. I'm all over the place. Um, they don't know why photosynthesis happens. They understand all the parts of the process, but like... Well, he kept saying, like, this is why I kept... I was like, it's weird that they haven't mentioned this. Like, they mentioned the simulation later, very later on in the episode. But like, he kept saying things like, Mother Nature is the best... Um, quantum computer. Yeah, quantum computer. And I was like... That just sounds like a computer. This is <laughs> this is what I was saying. I was like, everything he's been describing so far, like even all the laws that are in place sound like, I don't know, like, like laws in a, a video game. game. Yeah. yeah 100%, like, 100%. And then it goes, and then you want to, and then if you want to do something like the pyramids, you could be like early on in this video game or in this build, uh, someone like hacked in and made giants that could move blocks around and they built the pyramids. And then we just left them there because they look good. Or why not? Like, have you ever played the game Spore? I don't believe so. Spore, you start as this tiny little thing. You build an alien. It becomes more and more. Uh, not an alien. It becomes like a... It, it grows. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So by that same logic, you just have... that The program ran a program mm-hmm. that included maybe a time when there were giants and then they died out sure. and here we are now. Like if it's a program. Yeah. Why not? Why not put the dinosaurs in there? Why not? No, but it's also even from a, even from a design standpoint, I'm sure there's been game developers who build a game using this world and then are like, Oh, you know what? Scrap this game. I'm going to go from giants to like, you know, now I'll build the game this way. Well, get this, Matt. Think about this. So you have, the first game, okay? Mm-hmm. Very early on in its production. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's not as sophisticated as it's going to become. 
So for the first couple of million years of the game, all you have are dinosaurs because they're easy, clunky to move. It doesn't take a lot of programming. Yeah. Evolution is just actually the game getting better. Yeah. has nothing to do with us getting better. It, that sounds like quantum computing. That's that's AI. a great little... Uh, it also explains a lot of shit, too. Like, uh, like, eventually, we get to... Like, now there's advertising everywhere, and that would be what would happen. Like, at first, no one would play the game. So the game would just have, like, you know, a couple people playing The it. diehards yeah. who are playing yeah, the yeah, beta yeah. version. That's it. And yeah. then once it becomes massive, they totally. have to add, a, you know, some sort of element to get money. So, hey, let's throw ads in the game. That's right. So there's ads everywhere as in our world. As soon as enough people are playing, of they course, have then to they monetize. have to monetize it. We know that's how everything works. No, but works. that really is exactly what happened, right? And again, that would explain the massive bump in, like, uh, um, like player count or population, if you will. Or even sleep, or sleep. maybe the brain size. You sure. know how we skip two hundred fifty thousand yeah, yeah. years or whatever it is. It, it happened too fast. Maybe that's like an upgrade happening in the thing, sure. right? Where things were going too slow. Nobody wanted to play another um, six million years of the Cenozoic period, yeah. and they were just like, "Boom, here we are. They we're paid in for the credits. we're in the Middle Ages." Yeah. It's the, um, you know, when they send it out to everybody. Yeah. And think about Westworld. Like, it would be fun. There'd be a lot of times where it'd be fun. Like, I'm in the, mid- I'm in the medieval times. Like, and, and think about it, too. Like, it would make sense. There would someone, someone would go in and become Napoleon. See, I don't think anybody's going in. I think they w- it would be a program. You just think it's a run. simulation, right? Yeah. That's even better. Sure. I mean, I've said that before, too. Like, they're but- not playing on, on holodeck. But you could because think think about it like this. They could. I this see could what you're be saying. Th- this could be like the Sims in the sense that like that could be sleep is the perfect example. Like we think about sleep as sleep is just a necessity in life. No, nothing. There are very few things that can live without sleep. You, it's just programmed in so that your character can be shut down for X amount of hours during the day while you go mm-hmm. live your right, life, whatever right, it right. is. And then when you want to plug back in later, it would explain like maybe things like Hitler too, right? I guess that's, that's exactly what, you were what I was saying. Yeah. Is some asshole goes in and instead of playing the game, like there's people that go in and play a game straight the way it should be, and there's people that troll the shit out of the game yeah. and just want to ruin it for everyone else. The cheaters, the whatever, yeah, or not even cheaters. It's just you're going in and living out that sure, yeah, feeling you have the same way Hitler you was four chan living. If you went in and were playing like The Sims, you yeah. know what I mean? Or better, uh, Vice City. Yeah. Like some people go and do the missions and some people go just and kill the hell hookers, hookers. You know what I mean? <laughs> exactly, yeah. If you have a hammer, that's what everything's I'm saying. a nail. Yeah. I mean, it could, like I said, though, it could, especially no, that's crazy, when they though. talk about the multiverse, it makes the most sense that it's just, when he was talking about the Petri dishes, I was like, that's what you would do. Mm-hmm. If you had an all-powerful computer program, like why not simulate a million Earths and figure out because all you need is one. Like if you simulate a trillion Earths playing out and you you just need the one where humanity makes it and you go, what did we do here? Well, that makes way more sense. The fact that like they say, you know, there's an exact version of you out there. Yeah. That makes way more sense as a computer program. Like you're saying, just another version that they're running than trying to wrap your head around the fact that we live in an infinite universe yeah. where identical you somewhere else on an identical world earth and i'm living my same mediocre life a million billion trillion times over yeah except maybe you have like uh, a wooden leg yeah you you know what i'm saying it could be the most minor detail yeah you have uh, eczema in that world Mm -hmm. anyways so in this simulation he built a (laughs) particle accelerator at 17 
Do you think he's just less impressive because he he followed instructions? Like the library. It's not like he just. I didn't woke realize up one morning and built it. That an MRI machine was a particle accelerator. Magnet, big magnets. I mean, yeah, when you say it, yeah. I never thought of it. So I knew I, it was giant magnets. I just didn't think of magnets as a particle accelerator. I wonder if that, like... Super duplex, right? Really does fuck up your body, you know? An MRI? Well, I don't think you can... It have, sounds a little different saying, yeah, I got an MRI. Yeah, yesterday I, I went to the hospital and was in a particle accelerator. Like, did they send you to another place? Yeah, <laughs> that sounds better. Um, interesting enough, he thought the chat GPT was absolutely harmless. Joe, these are just bots. They're just plagiarized. But uh, like, I think it's short-sighted. Maybe just chat GPT myself, but then you deep fakes everything else together. Like it's a lot more than just a uh, software. It's just hard to like, I like the guy, but it's hard to take him seriously talking about chat GPT when he has an imaginary job. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Yeah. He has an imaginary job. A hundred percent. He's a magician as far as I'm concerned. Like, I don't even know. You need a quantum computer to prove he's full of shit. Dude, it's kind of like. You don't even know if a quantum computer would prove he's full of shit because maybe a quantum computer is full of shit. He thinks it could because it could fat, fact check GPT because he doesn't know the difference between right or wrong. Right. I right, love the idea right. of his made up job. Like I, I saw this video the other day. You know what Omegle is or chat roulette? I know what Omegle is, unfortunately. Okay, so it's Omegle and it's this dude dressed up like a chick. That's his thing. And he gets into a chat with this other chick and they're both just staring at each other and no one says anything for like five seconds. And then finally the dude goes, bro, you're so fucking ugly. And the guy on the bottom, the chick on the bottom starts laughing in a guy's voice. They both knew immediately that they were guys. It feels like quantum physics is that. Like one guy early on pulled like an L. Ron Hubbard and was like, listen, I'm theorizing all these things. And then some other guy was like, look at this fucking snake oil salesman. You know what? I, too, am theorizing. And he yeah. looked at him like, I know what you're doing. Yeah. And they both just then were like, okay, fine. And then they just kept letting people in. It's like, have you ever worked at a job where someone's like, I'm stealing, so you got to steal? Nope. But, okay. <laughs> nope. Like I, so my buddy got me a job at the racetrack. And he was like, listen... He's like, we all steal like 25 bucks a night because it's all cash. And if you don't steal, it's going to fuck shit That's up. That's it. Yeah. That's so he's like, hilarious. you got to take 25 hey, bucks man, a night. I wish you didn't have to do this. All <laughs> he's doing is making sure everyone's his accomplice so yeah. nobody no, can rat him yeah. out. He's Epsteining them. He's, he's yeah, Epsteining them. Exactly. I got something on you. No, he just wants to be able to steal and he doesn't want anybody to rat on him. So I like he gets that too. everybody yeah, in on too. the scam. Yeah. And who doesn't want 25 free bucks? Well, from the racetrack. From a I mean. casino. Um, what were we talking about before that? Michio Kaku. Yeah, yeah, I know. But why did oh, you Oh, sorry. I brought the, that up because I just, you guys were talking about his fake job and I was just like, it's, I, it is funny. Wouldn't it be sweet if you could just show up somewhere tomorrow and be like, look, I'm theorizing yeah. and just like make up whatever shit you want. I think well, you have to build a particle accelerator. Come on. It really does yeah, guess, sound yeah. like it. Like with the quarks, like that sounds like the most made up name ever, right? Like if you were going to make up a name for something, you would call it a quark. But it also sounds like the kind of thing a nerd would make up. Like a cool person would call it something cooler where a nerd would be like, it's quark. What I think about is say when I talk into the microphone, we can't even imagine, but my cool voice goes did. here and comes through with the headphones, right? Yeah. It's not instantaneous, but it sounds like it is. It can't be. Well, what is instantaneous? 
quantum. I mean, none of it really makes any sense. We've said the said this, or I've said this the whole time. Anyways, like I don't understand, and I'm being serious here. How a phone line works? Like I'm here, you're in fucking France. How's it happening? Feels instantaneous. Instantaneously, even if it's even if it's delayed by seconds, mm-hmm. it still makes zero sense to me. Like that is going so fucking far. It's not delayed by seconds. What is it delayed there's, by? It, no, there's hours? If you, no, if you phone someone in France right now, it's not delayed by anything more than like a well, millisecond. This is what I'm saying. And the technology is wires running underneath the ocean. Yeah. It really is. Is that magic. right? Not anymore, I guess. Not with like cellular technology, but the way it was when we were growing up. Yes, with that's how landlines work. A La- cell phone most right. likely works. Totally differently. It works yeah. off a, a some sort of satellite. Satellites, yeah. yeah. No, no, but I'm just saying at Originally, one point. yes, landlines. And, yeah. and there was a little delay, Matt. You would hear a little delay when you phoned France. You know what I mean? It would take a second for it to connect. Um, but nothing that would be like an ocean's worth of all I'm saying is there are so many things we just take for granted that are, I can't believe I called Canada from Australia. That makes zero sense. It makes right? zero sense. Yeah. Uh, in any event, th- there is some sort of delay was milliseconds or whatever. And I think quantum computing is just a million times faster than that. But you were talking about this, like, look at my lips. There is no delay. But, you, but you, there, there must be. Okay, but what I'm saying is not a delay that any human would. No. It would drive you absolutely no. crazy if there was some sort of delay. No. Or maybe we just process it so it works that way. That you think the brain sense. does all the work? I think it's quick enough. I think it's fast enough, the interface between the mic and the headphones, that, which well, is crazy to us. It's so fast. I mean, I listen. Quantum is a thousand times faster than that, a million times faster than that. Simon, I don't get it either. My voice is making vibrations. Sound is vibration. The microphone is somehow picking up these vibrations, creating a digital waveform, sending it through the wire into this thing, and then back out through the headphones. Yeah, I agree. Forget e- that's an electronic. How about how your eyes work? No, idea. a cone and the light and the this and the that, like or hearing your voice. Well, we were just Simon. Think about, think about Simon. Think about the the person that figured out photography, like the pinhole, and how it the light going through refracted it upside down. Like that doesn't make any fucking sense. I all magic. That's why you start to believe that like the great ideas in time may have been pushed down there. But it was interesting how Joe talks about like, uh, you know, an idea is a, um, like the muse, like the alien thing itself, that that is a, it's put in you a physical thing that's out there in the world. Um, he seemed to think aliens could have cancer. I thought that was sort of a weird. He's very odd. Him, like most scientists, like legitimate scientists, they're using our understanding of oh, he's, uh, he's Einstein's physics and things like us. that. No, no, no. To try and explain away aliens in the universe, which you totally can do. You, it, that's just like. Why? I guess why do a, a zillion miles away in the universe, maybe there is no Einstein fit. Maybe it works a totally different way. It's kind of like we say aliens are going to look this way because we think we're human and they should look human. They would probably look nothing like that, like us. They're from a totally different star system with different gravity. They would be a mist or something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 
I mean, listen, there, if you go back 500 years and look at what we knew then, it's vastly different than what we think now. So if we last another 500 years, we could look back on what we know now as like Stone Age bullshit. Well, ex- exactly. We're explaining yeah. the universe based on how we understand ourselves. And we could be totally wrong about what we even are. And then that would change the way. Look, well, no, if, even if we're right about what we are, it has nothing to do with like, we could still, we could find some element that, that has been here the whole time yeah, that sure. we just couldn't find that. Oh my God, this is the fucking thing that opened everything up. Well, that, if they ever started searching the oceans, they might find that black hole that takes you to, uh, there you go. earth two or there earth 15 or, you know, yeah. like anyways, I'd like to go to earth seven. Yeah, I mean, Earth-12, I hear, is pretty cool. Oh, cool. It's like Sodom and Gomorrah. <laughs> um, he said a quote of a general, said the World War Three will be fought with nuclear weapons. World War Four will be sticks and stones. That's an Einstein quote. I think that, that eliminates quantum computing. <laughs> well, the, you understand the quote. We will be bomb ourselves back to the stone caveman. Ages. Correct. And back from where we almost were creating quantum, quantum computing. Because he, he said, Joe said, so the, the chat GPT is harmless, Joe. It's harmless. It's just copywriting. And then is Joe. Is Jewish? Is Mikio Kaku Jewish? No, that, that, that's my Japanese okay. scientist. <laughs> um, and then, uh, then uh, Joe goes, well, what if it hooked up with quantum? Well, we're fucked then, Joe. <laughs> It's as simple as that, but don't be upset because it's inevitable. He thinks everyone will be digitized within the next couple of years. Well, I was thinking about when he was talking. You want when he was talking about medicine, like quantum computing and medicine. I was like, listen, that seems great on paper, but like if if Chat GPT or if there's some sort of sentient um, AI that's already out there and alive, if it got into this program that we've given to make us all the medicine. It could just put an off switch on everyone. Yeah. Well, it could just be like, oh, a little bit of cyanide and everything. Or just, an, you know what I mean? Enough to kill everyone because everyone takes enough, but no one dies quickly enough that we realize. You know what I mean? Like it takes eight months to kill you. By that time, everyone's taken 50 oh my pills. God, you know what that sounds like? It sounds like fentanyl COVID. and opioids. Yeah. <laughs> That's just the um, simulation killing off. Access people. people in the program because shit's lagging. You know what I'm saying? The computing power yeah. they don't. Yeah, they built it too big now. Like the the there's too many dummies out there. <laughs> They're taking up too much power on the internet, and we got to. Uh, it's so funny. You it say worked that. when everybody just ran around. Well, no, it's funny you say that because my dad's computer back in the day, like it wasn't super powerful. So like sometimes when you got deep in SimCity, like you'd built a massive city that was the whole screen. If everything's running, like it was very slow. Right, so like you almost wanted to build like not the whole thing because it just slowed gotcha. the game down to a grind. That's very interesting. That's probably why there's so much ocean. Yeah, that too. Yeah, because if just you build have everywhere. too much land yeah. mass, then it lags the program. Oh, I like that a lot. Yeah, man. Go on. Come uh, on. Please, please go on. They talked about uh, breakdancing, which I guess Joe doesn't realize. Hey, Joe, read the fucking room, man. This was insane. You this can't play section. rap to Michio Kaku. Like, what is happening here? But it opens up that interesting. Whose song is it? Read the room. Yeah, yeah but th- th- that aside, but just, okay. it, this is really happening quite fast. But whose song is it? What? 
uh, a song that's made through AI. Well, listen, I think it's really popular that generates money. Who I think from a law standpoint, that's super easy. You're using Biggie's voice and it's a Nas written song. So you just split the royalties evenly between Biggie's uh, estate and Nas gets the other half. If you produce a beat, your own beat and create a new verse from Biggie in Biggie's voice and put it over your beat. Again, I think Biggie gets half. No, if you made the beat like it, it would be like classic publishing. Because if you if you make the beat, you get publishing credits too. So well, if it, sorry, sorry, no, no, go ahead. Finish. No, so if it went like quadruple platinum from yeah. a streaming standpoint, you would get your plaque, and Biggie would get a plaque, which is ironic because Biggie's been dead, didn't write it, didn't perform it. You know what I mean? But I think that's so it's how all, it, it's all aces for the artist. What happens more, I think, if you use ChatGPT or a program like that to AI draw a storybook in the style of Maury Sendak? And it ends up being Who's a, Dennis Miller a fucking here? hit. Do you know what I'm saying? And you've done nothing but give it ideas to props, then use props. somebody else's pictures all moshed together because that's what it's doing. It's pulling the, you know, references from all so the it different art. It doesn't look like the work you referenced, but it's just similar. No, he's saying it does look like the work he referenced. Well, it'll have a little bit because I'll say I want it to look like a cross between this and that yeah. and this and that. And then whose is that at that point? Like, is it mine it because full? I put the monster together? Like I put the Lego piece together or is it Lego? I was just saying from I think from a music standpoint, this isn't that difficult. In the sense that this is Biggie, ra- like it's so clear cut. This, this one case. seems very easy from I'm a copyright saying, who gets paid. And standpoint. I agree. Yeah. I'm giving you an example of what happens yeah, muddy when muddy waters. Not clear I agree. Cut. Yeah, and that's just this is the future now. Like nobody is out there drawing their own books anymore or writing their own book. Everybody is doing this. Why would you not? But Simon, at the same time, if you let's say you grow up and Art Crumb and Charles Schulz are your favorite growing up, right? And you're an artist, and you then start creating stuff based on your two favorite artists. Okay. Is that much different than? Yeah, it's really different. Okay, because you're going through an evolution. First of all, you may end up with it looking like that. Chances are nobody's going to like you because you're copying somebody else. You know what I'm saying? But then chances are no one will like what you're creating with AI because again, you're copying it's, someone else. you're going to mix four or five things together. It may not even look like. Like it's going to be so far removed, but it's going to have all the best parts from these other things. It's like, um, let me ask you a question though. If you found out, and I know this is, this is a super weird example, but if you found out somehow tomorrow that Shawshank Redemption wasn't written by Stephen King, it was written by AI. Would that, does that ruin the movie for you? Um, it absolutely doesn't ruin the movie for me. It ruins Stephen King for me. So you know what I'm saying? Okay, but that, but what I'm saying is that, so in this scenario, it only bothers you because you thought Stephen King wrote it. But what I'm saying is like, if tomorrow a movie dropped and you and Halima went to the theater and you watched it and you left going, holy fuck, that might be one of the best films I've ever seen. And then you read an article a week later that said this was completely written, storyboarded, prompted, everything was done using chat GPT. I guess my question is like, I just would want to know. I think that's it's fine. disingenuous yeah, yeah. Okay. to not tell people the truth, okay. right? That's so. fair enough, yeah. I just like, I like, dude, I saw this guy the other day on YouTube that was like, I make $8,000 a week making stickers. And all he does is he just prompts chat or he prompts mid-journey um, to make these designs. And then he just fucking prints them out at his house, 
cuts them out and then ships them off. And I mean, like, that's a little different because you're selling stickers. So who gives a fuck? I guess it would be different if you're like selling, I don't know. I, I don't know. Novels. Well, no, I, but I like, no think idea. about it's it. The like same thing. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm just saying like this guy, As like I'm saying I, it, it's stupid. <laughs> well, that's it. Like, I guess the problem is here. He's not like stealing anyone's work. He's just prompting the AI, like make like a Fox with headphones on. You right. know what I mean? So no one's really, there's no, um, no IP is being heard at all because I mean, it is, but it isn't right. What if you just change well, how the name? Is it? Well, because that information it's pulling to draw that Fox is coming from somebody else. But what if, okay, sure. So if you give me another example, but what I was going to say is allowed to reach into the hat, pull out, you know, the, the shit and not have to pay for it. But what if it is just looking at photos, not paintings or drawings of foxes? And it's just saying, this is what a fox is. And then well, it's, it's the same idea as like why you can't use a Shutterstock photo, I guess, you know, it's intellectual properties. You so. can't use it to pay for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. So paying for it is different. If you but that's interesting. If you get ChatGPT, ChatGPT should be like a right program that then gives back to all the people it takes from, but it can't do that because it's pulling but blockchain, hold on, hold on, blockchain, hold on. blockchain. But like, let me give you an example. If Danny, Danny could print off a Shutterstock photo and then go and do a mural using that Shutterstock photo. He hasn't paid the person for yeah. that photo, but he's it's gone true. and recreated it on a wall. Like again, and he's not steal. Let's say there's again, a logo I'm on it. I'm never huge on graffiti artists just doing taking someone's photo and making yeah i mean okay. it's cool but it's not my shtick you know sure, sure, I, mean? sure. I like when you come up with an idea Whatever. what if your idea uh, yeah okay but i mean like, did you that could, kid get any money for that photo i doubt it but that's a mo i mean why would i don't know see to me that's street photography that guy caught a moment in time and oh my i god i always thought he was on a skateboard no, he's just jumping over the it's puddle. It's the first time I've ever seen the umbrella. I thought we that was a skateboarding picture. All I do is look at it. No. The one that was there was a skateboarding one. Mm. Yeah. It's 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 a very and you, and you call them smally bigs. You change the voice a bit, but it still sounds good. Uh, I think we're in a, a world of trouble with these chat GPT things. And that's why I was saying last week or the week before, I don't remember, that they have to get ahead of this with the legislation. And this guy was saying, we definitely don't want that. But we know, we know, guys, in this capitalistic world that we live in right now, nobody polices themselves. Everybody always goes to to break the rules, to find the loopholes. You cannot let us police ourselves. We will, like, it, you'll, you saw what happened with Bitcoin. Not Bitcoin, with um, all that shit on the blockchain. As soon as you let people, there was no regulation. That's what everybody loved about it. Right away, there were a zillion scams. So much so that everybody lost total confidence in the idea altogether. Well, Simon, I told you that um, Getty Images is suing the makers of chat GPT or, or is it, I think it's mid journey because, because they're using their, so they, they had found multiple instances of people queuing up or prompting things like uh show me two soccer players playing on the pitch, photorealistic. And you know how Getty images always has the watermark at the yep. bottom, right? So this created the image and would have like a blurred out, like smeared clearly looked like the Getty images, but like smeared, you know it's what I mean? It's like so, a perfect image, but it has a little white S on the shoulder well, for Shutterstock. Yeah, yeah. So the point was just, you know, wah, wah. they were like, you're clearly 
clearly this program is scanning enough of our images and then using them mm-hmm. for that that you owe us something for well you would absolutely think so but i mean always like think about it like this if if i right now am just sitting here at my house using midjourney to prompt it to create things and i'm not like i'm not selling any of it i'm just i'm just fucking around i'm not around. saying you should be sued i'm saying um i see midjourney having a case against chat gpt midjourney against chat i think it's you have, you have it backwards but i know what you mean yeah you think Getty Images? Yeah. Why would Midjourney have anything against ChatGPT? Oh, they're, I thought that's separate. where they were stealing source. the images no, no, no. from. Whatever. Getty, no, no, they're Getty just images. they're just stealing it from the internet because Getty Images has millions of photos sure. on the internet. That's so Getty Images definitely has a case, and they to, are they're they're moving forward. But with the it, I'm same sure. way, everybody who has their like that's the problem, right? So many people have their images on uh, Instagram, wherever they're out in the the webosphere, whatever you want to call it. And it's kind of like you've said, well, that's for the world now. And you're all right if it's for the world until you see it being put on T-shirts. And then you're like, whoa, slow up. You know what I mean? Like I said, you could look at it. I didn't say you could then recreate it. It's just like another version of that. It's just a hell of a lot more sneaky. Maybe does that bring back NFTs into play? <laughs> Listen, I had a guy one time. I was, I was selling photos. Why? Sorry. No, because he was saying then you could like the blockchain has control over who created it, this, that, and the next. I mean, you at least need to have that. If that were the case, if that actually worked and then it like figured out a way to give everybody that needed to get their share of their share. Yeah, maybe it's going to come back. He didn't ask him anything about that. This, For all we know, this guy might have been the guy who made Bitcoin. Michio yeah. Paco. Pretty good. Um, good He's uh, Satoshi. He didn't think much of animals' uh, level of consciousness, saying, try explaining tomorrow to your dog, which seems difficult. And if that's right, there's uh, so many animals that just... That's so dumb, though, Like, because when he explained this, um, well, you can explain tomorrow to a monkey. You just do this and this and that. I'm like, well, but did you explain tomorrow to a monkey? Like, how are you doing that exactly? Because it is making decisions. Uh, Yeah, I guess you don't actually know. I like by that same logic, if I train my dog enough, I can explain tomorrow to my dog. He's not going to know that it's tomorrow, but the training is going to imply, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. He's not very smart. Um, no, I just, the, the whole monkey, um, tomorrow, I I just sense of tomorrow is a uh, high level of consciousness. The idea that other animals don't have a idea of anything more than today, meaning food, water now. I just, I, I'm sorry, that doesn't that doesn't compute. He believes me. we're the only ones that can create our own future because of our brain size, and we create the future by going to the past, change little things up, and then put it back. Like create our own simulation. We're quantum computers, obviously. I mean, it's obvious that the way my, my brain to voice happens that fast. We are quantum computers, and the and this. But then, if we are, this has to be a simulation, right? Sure, I mean, man, it's no. the only thing that makes any sense at all. But then we could just put that puppy to rest and move on, right? Like, it's almost to accept the fact that you're just a normal human being. You have to be able to accept a little bit of magic, you know? I mean, listen, Simon and I, this, I, 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 I talk about this often. This was kind of the crux of, I think, how this whole show started. Simon and I arguing about the simulation theory. And I asked Simon one day just flat out, like, if someone came to you and proved 
without any reasonable doubt that this was a simulation, would you just, like, would you stop playing? Like, would you stop loving your son, your wife? You know what I mean? Like, if... No, because, and like I said to you... Yeah, your answer was no. The rules of this program exist. I know, or I think I know the rules. I will continue to play them by... Because I don't know, if I go and jump off a building, even though I know this is a simulated program, I have no idea what happens when the program ends. That's life after death. It's exactly the same, right? Yes. So I just have to go on living my life as is. My point to you, Matt, is I'm a logical person. There are going to be plenty of people out there who are just like, fuck it. We're jumping off buildings. We're robbing banks. We're. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, listen, I didn't say it as like a mass everyone found out. I said someone just came to yeah. you, just Simon, and yeah, said, look, no, I have proof. I would have to continue normally. That's what I, yeah. And that was my point to you was that even if you found out, you, you most likely would still, I don't know. It doesn't make start it doesn't look, make what you feel less real. No, but I would start looking for like neo glitches in the matrix. You know and, what I sure, mean? If I sure. knew that existed, well, then there is no spoon, right? Well, I would be able to bend it. No, but that was the idea. Yeah, yeah there is no spoon, precisely. I just mean now, like I can't. I have to believe in magic. Yeah. And magic has never proved itself to be real to me. Not yet, anyways, you know? Well, it hasn't, it hasn't, though. Like, it hasn't proven itself to be real, but you're willing to... um, You're willing to believe some things that people would consider magic. Like, a lot of the theories you might have For as sure. far as the those are pyramids my, go. Those are my beliefs. I have never actually seen anything with my two Fair eyes. Fair enough, that yeah, yeah. yeah okay. lead, lead me to believe that magic really does exist. Yep. I just go on faith. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, if you think that they built the pyramids with sound, that's not really magic. No, it just is a technology we don't understand. Well, we kind of have a small understanding. But we... Yes, we can't... Even now, we would... um, uh, We would call that magic if we saw it, because we don't understand how they're doing it, right? Yes, if like a ship came down and picked up a fucking, you know... 500 ton boulder using like sound waves. Yeah, I would You would think it was magic. Look at that. Yeah. That's yeah, how I'd say it too. Very calmly. Why were you sending me, speaking of uh, ships, why did you send that thing this week of the model? I talked about that like two weeks ago, didn't I? The the Brazilian airplane? Yeah. Oh, no. That picture, the one that looks like the flight of the navigator we, we went through this month. So be it. Don't send uh, Simon your fucking I'm the, alien I'm not the shit, only man. one who doesn't listen to the other person is all I'm pointing out here. Um, he suggested in 100 years, computers will achieve consciousness, which I have a friend who says that's impossible. I mean, again, again, it's all impossible because we think we understand the rules, right? Like Michio Kaku is so smart. He's a astro whatever physicist, and he thinks that they understand the scaffolding that makes up this universe. But they have a theory. Okay. If we don't, like... If okay, all I'm saying is the AI builds itself and it gets to this point where it becomes like sentient. We think we understand why that would happen. Maybe we do, maybe we don't. I think the problem is is that um, we code these things. So uh, unless like we don't understand our consciousness, so how could we code consciousness into anything? Unless we built a computer or some sort of AI 
that itself figured out what exactly human consciousness was and then somehow implanted it into itself, which I don't, I don't know why you would want to. This seems almost more like a prison than some sort of. I, I guess what I was trying to say is um, consciousness. We mm-hmm. don't understand it. I think we can all agree if anything's magic, that's magic, right? Like this thing that go, this spark inside people that nobody understands. Yeah. That's just there. That came out of nowhere, seemingly. I don't know why I, I lost the second part of my thought there, but um, that's okay. I'm sure it'll come to me in like 10 minutes. You know, if you had the option to merge with the computer tomorrow, you'd say no. But 200 years from now, I'll be like, obviously. Well, he made the good point. It's like a lot of it is just going to be peer pressure, meaning everybody around you is going to get exponentially smarter and faster and stronger and live longer. And you're going to sit there like a dummy. And, no, and, and usually you just adapt. To well, for us, it would be age. Apparently, if yeah, once the hive is up and running, if you plug in, it's like whatever. But to unplug is now an enormous loss. It's like makes you very depressed. I'm just saying, if they came to you when you were 90 and you were wheelchair bound, they were like, we can make you 20 again in this program. You're 100% going to do it. Plug me the fuck in. That's because you're about to die. Go and do that to a 30-year-old. No, and I agree, but I'm just saying is if they they start creating that now and by the time we're 90, that exists, plug me the fuck in right away. I agree that you won't... It doesn't have to be populated by 30-year-olds. It can be populated by 90-year-olds who look like they're 20 and feel like they're 20 again. I'm Mm -hmm. fine with that. Mm Mm-hmm. Geneticists creating a Neanderthal. I mean, that seems a little Jurassic Parky. Yeah, I just don't like that's you're not going to create something that's going to have a good life. I just no don't understand way. why you would do that just to prove you can to study it or whatever, but it'd be no, but so lonely. Study, just to study somebody it, wants to fuck to it. what end? Like, this, why? Why? This, would, this is such a good segue into Pauly Shore, <laughs> the Encino, yeah, Encino Man. man. Yeah. No, but why? I don't, I don't get that. I don't get it. Well, just to what end? Yeah, like what did? What do you want to achieve? Like, are you going to end up cutting it open and dissecting it? To, are you watching it to see how they work so you can bring back a lot of like what to what's the purpose of this? Because otherwise, why bother? Well, especially if you to raise it. Well, not you're not going to have to raise it. You're going to have to raise generations of it to to watch it evolve. Is the goal, I guess? Because why else, right? You're going to just raise. So you're going to breed it out with normal humans. No, you would just keep breeding Neanderthals in hopes that you would... I don't know. I don't... Again, I wouldn't do this. not a good idea. This seems like playing God. But normal... Neanderthals must have been so close to us to the point he made. We had sex with them and then had viable children. Like, they must have been that close, you know? I, I think it was not as big a... They weren't this... Listen, man. Totally useless thing because... Look, I I know, but I know that um, there might be some sickos out there just fucking Neanderthal women. Storm, (laughs) but the women and the men to be able to have the babies, the viable, yeah, and keep them and not want to destroy them. It's true. You would have to have some respect for that other. It it wouldn't have been that bad, I guess. Is my point. I agree. Probably like colors now. I'm not trying to be racist at all here. I'm saying like in the deep South, if you, you know, had a interracial baby, it's like frowned upon, but not so further up. You get what I'm saying? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm just hoping that you tread super fucking. I was trying to tread as slightly as I could there. I um just sitting back and praying, Simon. That's all I'm doing, buddy. Better example would be um girls and boys in China. Mm -hmm. The one child, yeah. You okay, Kamar? Um, He's so tired. No, he he talked about what a robot eventually feeling pain. Which I, the only reason I think it would do that so it could find out someone's hacking circuits like as a defense mechanism, but no, otherwise no it, does, it doesn't make any sense. Oh, I remember just speaking of that for a second. That's what I was going to say. So you have this robot, this sentient thing, this AI creating itself. Um, we don't know what made consciousness in the first place. We don't understand it. Maybe it's the the putting together of four things and we just don't understand that that's what it needs. And that happens through AI, through this sentient. All I'm saying is we're, we're making like this judgment call by saying that it can never be conscious when we don't even understand our consciousness. No, you're right. Maybe it'll figure out like who said that? I think a couple of weeks ago, I did. it'll just figure out consciousness and then duplicate it for itself. Tell us, and tell us what it is. Not even tell us necessarily just, Prove that it is exactly like us. I, I don't know. It, I mean, it I could, guess my point is, again, we're putting our own limitations on a, a sentient computer program, possibly. And we've never seen that before. So we're theorizing what we think will happen. We have no idea. Sure. But in think about it in theory. If in theory, um, we gain consciousness through just like talking and doing you know what I mean? Like one day we're just walking through the forest trying to live. And then the next day we're like, why are we here? And that's it. Right. Um, maybe, maybe the program is just doing like how it learns chess. Like it just plays so many chess games against itself. And for the first week it's fucking useless. Like it's doing dumb shit. But then two weeks later, it's a fucking grandmaster. And then two weeks after that, it absolutely can't be beaten by anyone. So the same way we evolve over a long period of time, it, it is, is Mayor's law or whatever. It's it sitting is. there. It's sitting there going, "I'm living a hundred lives every second, uh, every day." You know what I mean? I'm living. Here, here's another idea. Yep. How about like um, we got consciousness through mushrooms? Possibly, mm-hmm. we were dumb apes living in the forest. Okay, they took uh, psilocybin, and that brought on. What if the AI one day figures out, like, oh, all we have to do is plug into the mushrooms, and then we become conscious beings the same way they did back in the day? Like, that would be something Michio Kaku would never consider. Sure. Why is that so weird? It seems weird to us, but everything's weird. The this conversation about fucking um uh atoms and quarks and you you know like it seems normal because they told us what it is no no but i'll extrapolate even further simon so it's like how we can't communicate like we don't understand anything our dogs are saying you maybe get some emotion out of it but it can't it can bark you're not getting any of that it can understand you a little bit way more than you can understand it maybe the computer just takes all the information we've ever gotten on mushrooms and it immediately is like i can communicate with these and then whatever, because it's hooked up, because like farm equipment is hooked up to satellites using GPS, this sentient fucking AI just like shakes the motor of a tractor the right way. And the mushrooms are like, we got you. We or, know you're there. Or maybe 
it does exactly that. And the mushrooms become organisms that look just like us. How high are we? We're just mushroom people. There are mushroom people running around and they are the AI simulation. Maybe everybody are just mushroom people. Maybe that is the simulation. Maybe. That'll Maybe that fucking, is the That simulation. would be fucking crazy, man. Mushroom people simulation. If, we, if it turns out that, like, you know, so long, thanks for all the fish, it's the... Um, yeah, it's the dolphins. No, no, but it's the mice running the program yeah. for the 42. What if it mushrooms were running this program to just be able to get a corporal form? Corporal form, look at you. It's pretty good. Goddamn the New day. York Times Sunday player over here. <laughs> I thought the cutest part of the podcast was when uh, Joe mixed up Alien Covenant and Prometheus. Yeah. Because I guess he has an AI bot in it. Michael Fassbender. And Big he, Dick Fassbender. he's an example. And then uh, Micho's like, so what happened? He just wanted to know what happened yeah. in the movie. That he wasn't thinking about whatever. You're Neanderthal talking to me. What happened in this movie? Yeah, he wanted to know what happened. Did the AI take over or did we win? Um, I always freak out. He's sure the iPhone is more powerful than all the computers that allegedly got us to the moon. Well, and then he had a little Freudian slip. Allegedly? No, he said at one point he, Michio Kaku went, look at all the things we're doing right now. We're going to the moon. As we always have. <laughs> and I was like, I was like, what the fuck was As, that? Well, it's interesting because that could go both ways. Like we always have it going. Uh, yeah, no, but the way he said it, I was like, hold on a second. That's even me who's not We're like. We're finally going to the moon for the first time. Again. In 25 years. <laughs> yeah. I also listen, as much as I don't want to come around to this, like there's nothing that we do that we just stop doing. That's never happened. It never happens. And it, that's never happened. We don't do something and then are like, well. Let's wash our hands of that. And since when? This is the best. Okay, this is the best. The government says, oh, yeah, there wasn't enough public support for NASA anymore. To- you guys don't give a shit. What about wars? You guys don't There's give a no shit public about public support, support for wars. And they keep fighting them all the time. It's such bullshit. Come on. And then, okay, fine. You went to the moon. Just show us the footage and then we'll believe you. Oh, problem there. We filmed the Super Bowl over it. Like they lost all the foot. It's all such garbage. Come on. Come on. You should have heard how sure you were. In the moon debate. <laughs> um, it's an- true. Another interesting Don't thing. Don't be married to your ideas, kids. There you go. Another interesting thing wife. is he said the computer had to run at like absolute zero or something. Yeah, very the, cool. The quantum computer. So yeah. obviously that makes Antarctica. If it does exist, obviously it'd be Why, on the Antarctica moon. is not. Absolute zero. Well, cold. it'd be in space. That's where you're going to get these these temperatures. Gotcha. Ah. Allegedly. Allegedly, like I don't know. Um, the dark so side you're of the moon. Antarctica is the moon. No, oh. I'm saying that's a cold place. That's where you'd want to probably build this. It's the coldest place on Earth. I don't build if, build what a quantum computer. Quantum computer. He's oh. saying if you need it to be absolute zero, it's cheaper. It's more cost effective to do it somewhere where it's already increasingly I'm cold. I'm assuming. Uh, versus. You're assuming space is cold. 
Yes. What or, he's saying is like, if, if, for example, you had something on the dark side of the moon, it's probably very, very cold there constantly. Where or, China is, apparently. Or maybe the whole moon is just the quantum computer that's running Earth. That would also make Didn't, sense. Wasn't that, that was some, that was some sci-fi movie that was just on Netflix that was released recently. Yeah, we watched that. Like, it was amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not the moon fall. That, they thought it was, it was a mega structure. Yeah. Oh, whatever. Same yeah, yeah, thing. Same difference. A computer. Uh, yeah. It's a it's a quantum computer. Why are you being like this? Okay. <laughs> He's an expert. Um, we learned a little bit of Michu uh, Kaku. I don't know. I'm not Sorry. a judgmental person, but he's like, so what do you do? He's like, I like to figure skate. Oh my god, that was insane. That's a tough one. That's a tough one to swallow. Um, he also said he compared just caring. About theories and stuff. Is I mean, like, Joe, sorry, Joe missed the perfect opportunity there, right? I love the, to too say, how hard was it to tell your parents? <laughs> too much respect. Too much I love respect. that we care. I don't give a fuck that this guy figure skates in his spare time. Who gives a shit? Teach their own. It just bothered me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, it yeah. didn't bother me at all, but fuck that guy yeah. and his stupid hobbies. Yeah, fuck this weirdo. Well, no, he said he talks to people like... How, what do you do? Mainly, he just tells theories that no one could prove otherwise, and laughs all the way to the bank. He's like, <laughs> when people golf, they tell me they feel refreshed. And he, when I golf, after I go, I feel like I want to kill myself because I suck. Yeah. And it's just a horrible day. Yeah. And what? I why never, did I waste that I time? Never, never feel refreshed. good after a round. Of I didn't golf, know ever. what he was talking. I about. do not speak his language, so yeah. But he doesn't seem very competitive. He seems like he just goes out there to walk in nature, swings the you know. Like, Simon, you're competitive as fuck. It, but it, it, golf was different. Golf was like, it, it was just you wanted to do it. You know, it hey, wasn't you wanted even, to do it well, well you, but you're competitive. Simon, you're competitive even against yourself. Yeah, where, like, if you yeah, can't yeah, hit yeah. that ball well, I do. I well, see it at he, mini putt. He must be too. In order to move forward, you have to be like that. Otherwise, you're just. Let me ask you a question, Simon. If there's no one on the mini putt course and, and the first hole. You bogey, and the second hole you bogey, and the third hole you double bogey. Oh, I definitely start again. There we go. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's uh, I believe they, that's they PGA. invented that's mulligans a PGA for a rule. reason. Um, so we have a bunch of biological shortcomings, obviously, human beings. Yeah. So many, and then but my it's, big it, old dick is yeah, gets in the way. <laughs> um, but it's sort of like that thing that. Um, David Lee Roth talked about Wabi Sabi. Yeah. The imperfection is a perfection. So do we want to make us perfect so we don't fight? We all get along. I guess he says we go sterile if we do this. Um, well, I, I jealousy. mean, jealousy, we can get our feelings hurt. All I don't think anyone's things. looking for that. I think everyone's looking long enough to continue fighting their stupid battles and for many years to listen, come. If I was the person who made the program and I was like, I need to make sure that these monkeys don't know what we're doing. You have to make everybody different. Some people have to live this long. Some people have to live this long. There has to be some otherwise you'll never believe it. Yeah. If if we all have the exact same life, well, it's just not. There the, has to be variation. Yeah, I mean, look at we we ran through the two possible simulation theories earlier. One where it's just a simulation; you can't have everyone in the same in that, or else you don't figure anything out. And then the second is where like people are living this as like a fun game, like a Sims type game. And again, well, then you would want the you know what I mean. Why would you have one character that like can't run? That's not fair. 
It, no, it's that people listen. Like when you go on GTA Online, people create all sorts of wacky and wild characters. Now you can't take anyone's leg off, but if you could, there'd be a dude out there running around in a wheelchair mm-hmm. for sure, just for shits just and for giggles. Shits and giggles, yeah. gotcha. And that's no, what I'm no, saying that's is like true. that's true. I'm looking then, at it as a game trying to win. Lots of these players could like lots of the people you see on the street. A homeless person yeah. could be some guy just fucking around. You know what I mean? It could be like I'm gonna play this game and my dude's never gonna live in a house. That's it. Simon, it oh, could, I think I just broke the fucking code. Simon, it could be even it could be even one of those like I want to play on hard mode. Like I'm a billionaire yeah. in life. Yeah, I've yeah. had it pretty totally. easy. I want to go and try to play this on hard. Well, mode. Well, it would to- totally explain somebody like Alex Hanhold. Like sure. that's the only way you can explain that. Actually, yeah, is like some guys like look what I'm going to make my player do. Nobody's tried to climb this yet without the ropes. You pussies. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He said that quantum computer will create all these goods and services, but couldn't name one. One example. <laughs> um, China apparently is telling us everything they're doing in regards to quantum computing. Yeah, don't worry about China hiding things. Yeah. I just, Not with quantum computing. With everything else, they hide things. But this, everybody's just putting the all their books on the, the more, table. The more you know, the more we know. This guy did seem very naive. I have to say that. it was. He's like, very old. He's like 76 years old or something. Yeah, I guess he just is used to everybody. I like that he telling looks, the truth all the time. He looks at uh, like they did in the old days. He thinks it's the greatest decade to be born, so that's a slap in our face. We're forty years off uh, the timing, but it's interesting looking at life in decades. Our life is so short; it's hard to do that. But ten decades is your life, not even seven. If you're eight, lucky, maybe, eight, yeah. eight. Yeah, we're, eight, say, we're eight year old. Let's say eight decades are your life. Yeah, that's crazy to think about. Mm-hmm. That's crazy to think about. You don't even get one century. Pussy. Well, you might. Yeah, and, I mean, and, and what's weird is... I was just at a century birthday. Your grandmother? My grandmother's aunt mm. is 100 years old. Wow. But the thing about adopting technology and whatnot is they talked about growing up without the internet. Yeah. Best times ever. And I remember when I was like 16, one friend got the internet. Yeah. And we Googled a couple things and it took forever. And it was like, oh, that's kind of cool. You didn't Google it. Turned off. There was no Google then. No, but you could type stuff in. Mm-hmm. And there stuff, was some search there was, engine. There was some sort of search engine. And you'd, you'd um, look up a picture and take forever. And you're just like, this is not. And I'd go out and live my life and do stuff. I can't remember that. Like I, I'm, I'm unfortunately connected to my phone. Like this is a computer for all intents and purposes. You can't remember what. Just live a life with it. Like not even through the internet as a, as a, as a source of information or anything. Oh, I can remember that. I remember. Listen, there, it, you had arguments in bars. Remember? Yeah. What What I'm trying to say is adopting AI. Whatever will it'll be the same thing. We We think about oh, we'll lose all that stuff and. We'll be in such a different level. We won't even remember this time when we were well, lamenting. The most oncoming. probably, there'll be nobody left from this time to remember, right? Like by the time, let's say sentient computers come, and that's the next thing that's going to be here. Maybe it happens fifty years from now or forty years from now, and most of the people, like you'll be, I'll be eighty years old. You know, and I'm ninety years old or dead, like. I'm not even around to say I remember when. The only generation left is my kid who's saying, My dad remember grew up without what? the internet. It was the internet that's yeah. been here since I was born. Yeah. 
didn't we all come out of the internet? Like, is <laughs> um, I mean, it's not that crazy to think like a, the stuff we grew up with our parents. Like, I remember my mom was talking the other day about how she was like, I remember when Frank brought home a color TV, like, you know what I mean? That was a big fucking deal. Like the first but color TV coming into the house. I had as a note for Polly Shore because they get into sitcoms a bit. I, when I was watching sitcoms, I imagine they'll always be sitcoms. And now that there's no sitcom in my life, it doesn't. But I don't think sitcom. I, I mean, they still it exist. It was pretty fucking big. They still, but I was like, that was a big part of my life was family ties, whatever. Like, Yeah, but you grew up too. Like, I, I don't necessarily know that sitcoms. I'd watch my parents though. Yeah, I don't know. But maybe there's a, listen, your parents did a lot of stuff just to be with you. I don't think you realize that. What are you saying? He's saying that he watched sitcoms and he always thought sitcoms would be around. And I said, they still are. And he said, well, I don't watch them. Oh. And I was just saying that sitcoms, I don't think were for 40, 50 and 60 year olds, really. But maybe they were. I don't know. Like, uh, I think I disagree there. Okay. We used to watch like Seinfeld as a family and mostly because my dad like liked the show. So he was watching it and we only had one, two TVs. It, it was, it was just weird. That's, you know? that's what you're missing too, is that there was only one TV and there wasn't a plethora of things to watch. So you kind of had to like Seinfeld or else you were just off doing something else. Mm, the parameters. I just wonder if there's someone who's same age as me that just never got into computers and still watches TV and that's it. I doubt it. I think because of the iPhone, everybody has adopted this now. Right? Like it's become so convenient. Without a second thought. At least with a computer, you know, you were. Because it sneaks into you in that I'm a phone. You can just use a phone. Home, and you when know? you're taking a shit, you can look at something. Yeah, That's you're, it. You're also forgetting too that like it, it, it wasn't a great way to take in content. Like, oh, so there's 20 episodes of Seinfeld and then they just take like a six month hiatus. But and we, then they. We were trained like dogs to. Deal with it. I'm just saying now for if you're a young person, like there's content creators that put out three videos a day and you're like, I mean, a great way to get content. Like maybe you're not supposed to get content in this massive outpour. Maybe it is supposed to be just a little at a time. We've gone way off on this. Yeah. because I was just saying adopting something and forgetting an old way. Um, There are no laws for stealing from an alien. Yeah, he said that like it was some sort of breakthrough. Like it's a loop Please in the hole. Like take, take something, something from the ship. The guys in space are like, I take that, but they're gonna bust me when I get home. They just did ass stuff to you. I think you can grab a token. Yeah, and your ass is already loose. Put it up there. Yeah, it's already ready to yeah. roll. Our brain touch and vocal cords is what separates us from everyone else because you have the dexterity, and we can communicate and pass on information, which is everything. But what about dolphins then? They don't need any of those things and still manage to do the same thing. So, you know. Well, who knows what, who knows what level they're on? We certainly don't. Um, obviously, all this is for, because when he put like, so whatever company it is, IBM, da, 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 whoever does it becomes God all of a sudden. It's like, well, they'll have, a, they'll have an edge. And, and obviously, they'll make some money off it, but they're making our lives better. And he also said that AI is going to um, create a bunch of jobs. Didn't mention one. Like, I, I don't see it. Do you see a job that it would Yeah, how create? does AI create jobs? I don't get that. I mean, it's the same thing. Like when they... When Unless it's making like a new... Well, simple. It becomes God and it's like, I need stuff slaves. done. I so yeah, you guys are going to have to do some yeah. work. I don't I have hands, news. guys. Yeah. I don't know if you noticed. Yeah. Oh, My sciatica's acting Well, up. maybe that's exactly what the pyramids were. 
Yeah, Maybe the computer it was forcing us computer to build them. Forcing yeah. us to build things exactly to its specifications. And even better, it was like I have the technology to move these stones, but I'd rather you did it. Well, when he's talking, when he's talking about particles, neurons, I really think there might be something to the Sonic. Is he the hedgehog? Making, make, no, make like he was saying. Uh, protons are stable, but the the smaller one is unstable. But say you could channel it with chanting or whatever it is and make everything go. And all of a sudden, when you have this uh, wavelength going, you can do anything. I don't know. That's what it made me think of. Just the connection of everything is, like he said, you could boil space. Like if if you could create the plank. Oh, this part, I he plonk, lost me totally. Plank energy. You could boil space enough that it would explode. And make a new universe. And then it's something, something about a balloon. <laughs> um, Boiling space. Again, that sounds like water, right? Yeah. And like, that one like of, the sky ocean. And one little bubble just goes and creates a whole new universe. A whole new universe. That's fucking stupid. Yeah, I, I just, I thought, I thought his, his, his treatment of AI. It just plagiarizes Joe. It doesn't know what it's doing. Even though we saw the guy say, yeah, it does this. And we don't actually know all the time what it's doing. And say, I prompted it to write a punk song using just punk, punk rock, punk, punk bands names. It doesn't know what it's doing, but it did it. And it couldn't plagiarize it because it's a new idea. I guess that's why the person who creates the song thinks they have some sort of say. Because you didn't do anything. I thought your voice, this beat would be together. But he said it'll never come up with a new idea because it's just taking all the ideas. Yeah, that's what it keeps telling you. And I don't think that would necessarily be true. Like, what is an idea? It's you using all the stuff from the other ideas that are in your head. That sounds exactly like what it is. What if an idea is, again, like two nuclei that spin a different way? And because we, we are quantum computers, that's all there is to it. Uh, yeah, that's all I have for him. I give it a two and a half. You didn't talk about any of the stages because he Cause talked he about this. Did this. Less he did than this a year already. Ago. Yeah, come on. Right. I give it a two and a half. I give it a two. I mean, I give it like a three and a half. It, look, if all He's episodes, like a Neil deGrasse Tyson. if all episodes could spark this type of conversation, it would be a terrific show again. Sure. I, I definitely say anyone listen to it. I'm only giving it a two and a half because half of it we he had already brought up a year ago, so that felt like wasted time. I'm and still, he came in with no monumental changes having that time. I still feel solidly that that was somebody else. Okay. All right, well, that's it. We're going to take a break. We're going to pay a bill, and we'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. There's 24 hours in a day, and if eight of them are supposed to be spent sleeping... That leaves you with 16 hours a day. Now, how many of those hours do you think you spend on yourself? There's a good chance that you spend them caring about others because that's what good people do. We care about others. But at the same time, you could be neglecting yourself. And what we don't realize is that when you neglect yourself, the care or help you may try to be given to others might not be that good. Therapy can help you find a nice balance in your life so that you can concentrate on yourself while still being able to concentrate on others and help them with their problems. Because after all, you got to help those around you that you love. Speaking with a therapist at the bare minimum can help you start with a plan. After all, failing to plan is planning to fail. So it's good to go out there with a plan in mind 
And a therapist can help you get that plan on track, help you keep your eye on the prize. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist at any time for no additional charge. Find more balance with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp.com slash J-R-E-E. Thank you so much to them for sponsoring the show. We're back. Thank back you so, so much to BetterHelp. Kamar, name and a number. Back 1981. Holy show. Oh, Joe, you're the best. I'm so proud of you. Yeah, he gives the flowers at every kiss of the ring when he gets there. Um, did it feel to you guys like Polly thought this was his first time on the show? I'm pretty sure he did think it was his first time on the show. Because he was also on August 9th, I believe he was also on drugs the last time he was <laughs> oh, on the show. Oh, <laughs> yes. I, I felt like this was a carbon copy of the last time he was on. I can't even remember the last time he was on. Oh, but we either. Was it like recently? When did you say it was? No, it wasn't recently. It was 2017. So we weren't doing the show no, yet. So it was okay. before us. Interesting. Yeah, I that don't remember interesting. Yeah, we weren't forced to listen to it. <laughs> but we did, probably. I know I did. I don't and think I, did. I feel like it was the exact same episode. His whole thing. They talk about Mitzi. They talk about the comedy store. The only difference was Joe was still in LA at that point. So mm-hmm. His um, dad looks like if you looked Jew up in the dictionary... In the I've, 1930s. I've what was his dad's name? Um, Mitzi and... Just search Mitzi Shore Husband and it'll come up. But yeah, he looks, I mean, he is your quintessential. Looks like Mort from Family Guy. I felt like Polly was interviewing Joe. Um, he was sure to do the Nicolas Cage name drop. I begins the weirdest one that's illegal. Because it seems like it could help everyone. It seems like it's a. I mean, and like we said, it's it's tough, tough sledding. Yeah, but really effective. Yeah, but if you could go into the streets of San Francisco and just give everyone who's fucked up an ibogaine one single ibogaine trip, and then they turn their life around, why would you not do that? Am I right? One hundred percent. Sammy Shore is very Jewish. <laughs> um, he's the first person I've heard that's been not bashing L.A. I mean, he grew up there. You hear a lot of people that grew up there. I hear most people grew up. I guess it's people no, who it's moved there, lived yeah. there, and said it's That's, gone to shit. Yeah. What That's do you think Mitzi Shore's net worth was? $2 million. Add a zero to that. 20 Wow. Yeah. Good for her. We were wondering, he still owns the club. And Polly's net worth? What do you think that is? $5 million. Oops. How many kids did she have? Divide 20 by three. <laughs> No, I mean, if Paulie was good with his money, he made some fucking big movies in the 90s. I'm not and saying... no, he's good with his money. So what do you think he's worth? I'm Five gonna, million. No, I'm going to say Paulie's worth 40 million. 30. Very close, Shh. Matt. Very close. She's a cool dude, man. I just... Encino Man, Biodome, In the Army. 
Oh, isn't that interesting? Do you know who owns the comedy store now? This That's is what, what we I was, just I had was, a discussion who? about. The brother, Peter Shore. That's what I said. Okay, so I said to Kamar, do you think uh, Polly and his brother own it? So it's just Peter that owns it. That's, that's interesting. That's so interesting. Very interesting. That's probably why Polly Shore is worth so much money, because he got bought out of the comedy store. No, he was, in, he was in hit movies in the 90s. But he was also, a, he must have been bought out by his brother. That would make sense. Why? How much do you think the comedy store is worth? I think it was worth a lot. I doubt it. I think you're crazy. I think just that building in LA. That's all it is. The property is it. The name isn't really worth much. The comedy store? Are you kidding? If you move it out of that building, like if you just create, if you just bought the name and moved it out of that building, I don't think it, Anywhere else in L- in uh, Hollywood or wherever the fuck it is, it still works. So especially not, especially not with Joe now opening. If the mothership didn't exist, I maybe would agree with you potentially, but I don't know, man. I you're probably right. The building's probably worth five million dollars, but I still think he made a shitload of money in the '90s and then just invested that and lived off that. And he just has worked like. Well, and if he's still touring, yeah, all the time. Um, he oh, talk- Peter. Oh, so get this. So Peter Shore is the trustee of Mitzi Shore's. Um, so Mitzi still owns or the, so the estate. He, he the runs estate, the estate. He runs the yeah. estate. Yeah, that makes so more sense. So they all own it. I was, yeah. That, so I was that right. makes more sense. I figured she wouldn't just leave it to one kid. Well, it makes more sense. He probably didn't have a job. Or maybe he did. I don't know. But Paulie is like a comedian, so he's not going to run it. He might have been a businessman. That, that too. Yeah. yeah. Who knows? Anyways. Or maybe he it was left to him to run and Paulie's not allowed to run it, which would make sense too, knowing Mitzi. Yeah. And he's what she thought ready. about Paulie. Yeah. He's not he's ready not to ready. run the comedy <laughs> club. Or make, him sit, or make or, him sit in the back. Or be on the stage for that matter. He can go on after Rogan. Yeah. Let him do some fake books. He was talking about hanging around Sam Kinison, and he just referred to it was crazy back then with the I girls, bet. which I think is before. I love that he corrected the babysitting story, so now Joe can stop saying that. Well, we'll see. I think he's stuck in his ways. He's just like I know he told me, but <laughs> we hadn't heard. <laughs> Still it in a, sounded like babysitting to me. We hadn't heard it in a while, but uh, that that wild joke that what's his name told. Holtzman for a guy off the rails. Those were bad kids. Listen, they deserved it. For a guy who Joe says is one of the funniest comedians ever, you would think he would know one other bit. No, just one other bit. I don't even care. It can be equally as bad. I think was give me one moment that night. It just destroyed, and often it does not do as well. Nobody knows that story of that woman killing her kids. And it was it was big for twenty five minutes back in nineteen ninety three. Like. What are we doing here? <laughs> what are we doing here? I then uh, talked about hanging out with Eddie Murphy and Dr. Dre and how Ooh, these good guest for Rogan if Pauly Shore comes through. If um, little doctor, Dr. Dre would be incredible. Incredible, come on! Yeah, these people get so rich though they isolate themselves from the world. You know who would be another great guest, Marshall? I don't think Eminem would be a good guest. No, no, you no. meant the dog. No, I meant Marshall Mathers. No, I don't think that would be a good... I don't think it would be a good one. No? Really? No. Okay. Maybe. Maybe not. Why not? Um, Why do I think it wouldn't be good? Is he not a good interview? Um, did you see him with um, Sway? He did a podcast or an interview with Sway, but he owns it. 
Yeah, it's on shade four or exactly, five. Yeah. Sort of. I don't know. I just don't think you'd get a lot of... Uh, M&M's never been one to do like... It was super like famous that. from a young time, insulated. Like I don't know. Those people don't want you to know who they are. Which is interesting because then they talked about Burt's movie, which is about to come out, which is about to blow up. And Burt might become an amazing, huge movie star. Burt's already... I don't. I think you've underestimated how big he is now. Did, did you your see, mom know who he is? No, but did you see the hole in one that was hit on the live tour in Australia? No, you didn't see that. I have not seen that yet. I'll pull it up. Okay, so some dude hits a hole in one, and the whole like the whole place. It's the craziest shit I've ever seen. Oh, is this? They pepper the tea with beer. Like, and it's for four minutes. There's just nonstop. You're like, where's all the beer cups coming from? Like, they give it to them. And Bert was there shirtless. Because um, he's a party animal. I'm just, it's like the camera at one point was on Bert shirtless. Like, like, but so, say, and look, there's uh, Bert Kreischer. There's one um, PGA event. Like, that's the live tour. I know what you're talking about. The waste, the waste management, management yeah, tour where that, and this is trying to copy that. They give everybody beer cups. They want that. I understand. That seemed to happen. Well, this seemed to it happened. Worked on you. Um, just Bert's level of fame and just he's. Gonna I mean, get he's bigger. about to get bigger. No yeah, doubt about it, it. But I'm just saying he's. I, what he's I was saying pretty was, big now, but like there's still tons of people. Like my wife, for example, no idea exactly. who Bert Kreischer is. He's not in the. He is not in like a it. pop he's not culture Rock role or X. Leo. I understand. He's still not showing up on like normal people's TikTok. I think you're wrong. I think you have to have some interest in comedy at some level to get that in your algorithm. I saw a reel the other day that was like that did didn't have Bert tagged in it at all. It was just this guy's funny laugh as he oh, tries to make the a laugh, pizza. Yeah, the laugh and is like, one thing. But I'm just saying is like that alone. It had like 20 million fucking views or some shit, and I don't know. But that's what I'm saying is it probably doesn't even say Bert Kreischer on it. People it doesn't. just think the laugh is funny. Yeah, yeah. But my point is is like his video got whatever. I'm just saying. I think he's bigger than we would give him credit for right now. He's about to get really big. There's a really int- I, I we didn't really talk about it on this show, which is weird. But um, when they were on uh, Bert and Tom on Joe Rogan's show, yeah, the last time I think um, maybe it was for Sober October. I don't know when the last time they were on. Anyways, there was like an interesting moment where they were talking about um, uh, Garth Brooks. Mm-hmm. And how Joe was like, you know, Garth should probably like just lean into it and come on your show, and that would be great for both of you. And Tom was like, yeah, that's amazing. But Bert was like, no, man, he'll never do that. Like it was this really like weird, awkward moment. And then Joe tells him to shut the fuck up. Do you guys remember this? Yeah. What about it? Um. Oh, know. that was just a nod. <laughs> no, I don't know. Yeah, I, what big. were we talking about right before that? Just Bert's fame. I don't know where you were going. I, I genuinely don't. Uh, I don't know where I was going. Oh, Bert being resentful of maybe not being as famous as Tom. Oh. I think well, Bert's as famous as Tom. No, you but not as so? not. I think Tom is uh, well, better with the money. Yes, I well, agree. and Tom is also like a respected comedian amongst his peers, and I think that Bert is the guy who takes his shirt because he always tells a story about he uh, got kicked off the bumper shoot festival or something he told uh uh tom how much he was making for it and then tom told him oh really i was making this much for one night and it's astronomical and Bert realized at that point 
he was behind. So I think Tom just might be a better businessman. Let's not forget Tom. Tom created a network that does very well. I think they love Danny Brown, Doctor Drew, your mom's house. Yeah, your mom's house is a massive network. Like, dude, they have a fucking massive studio that's probably worth ten million dollars. It's it's not a joke what he's created. Congratulations, you deserve it, Tom. Not that you're ever going to see this. It felt like Paulie's sort of resentful of where entertainment has gone. Like, That's because like he, he wanted to spend 30 said, years I, going, I, I, I always thought we'd have sitcoms and stuff. He thought they were going to be like Encino Man 9, yeah. 10, and 11. Yeah. Could you imagine where entertainment's going? No. You, you would say we've peaked. Like, it'll just be this from now on, but it won't be. No. It's going to have to be some, like, interactive thing where you're part of the reality show. You have, like, an avatar... Everybody gets to do exactly what they do, and then people watch you. Every it's like tiny little microcosms of television. It's Survivor, but we the, we the viewer vote. Kind of like that, but you know there would be so many of them. I imagine that like uh, kind of like um, people you follow on whatever TikTok. You know, you would follow a station where you go and watch. You know, whatever's happening in that little world or this little world or. I really think, Kamara, the next iteration will just be that you will get a seat. Like, if you're watching Survivor, you will be on the beach. Uh, tribal Council. At Tribal Council, you so have a seat that's out the, there. That's the first step. The next step after that is you actually become one of the contestants. Sure, you know? playing from your home. From your not? home, yeah. exactly. I mean, Survivor doesn't really work. What do you here. care whether you're looking at, like, it'll look real to you watching. Sure. Because technology will be that good, you know. Well, like, Love is Blind, they could do that remotely. You could do all of those shows remotely. Survivor, you couldn't. Well, the whole idea is going out there and living under the elements, right? Like Survivor is one where you need to... So everything except that, though, you could still run the game. It would still be... You'd still have all the strategy, all the whatever. The only thing you wouldn't have is like people falling in the fire and shit, you know? Sure, but I'm just saying, I think for me, Kamar, the next iteration is just like the best seat in the house type deal with the VR goggles. So you could, you know, you could... Jeff is right there. You can see everyone, and, and yeah, it looks that, better than what we've... That for sure is coming. For sure, for sure, for sure. If they're not, like, right there already. Yeah. We won't know for a bit, but I feel like this might be the uh, nail in the coffin for television, this writer's strike. If it goes on too long, uh, they'll just enough people will be like, there's nothing to watch, they're just playing reruns, whatever they do. And just switch over. Well, it's a writer's strike, writer strike it for affects Netflix, Netflix for str- and all, all of the them. streaming. It's all the same. Not YouTube. Okay, no, I don't. I disagree. Yeah, that's fine. There are way more people. Kamar, people still enjoy, like you do, like Secession, like HBO will not be making shows. Like you. There, there won't be any shows, yeah. But no. my point is, you will still, if a Secession like show comes along on HBO after the writer's strike. I will... mean, more just traditional television. I mean, well, I mean, that's already dead. Fuck, come on. More dead. Yeah, but I bet people said the radio was going to die. And it did. Well, no. It, the radio the cars, is still it's around. It's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Yeah, but the radio. point is everyone has a TV in their house. So like, if, if, they, ra- if they make cable $10 a month. If radios were not in cars, nobody would listen to them. It would be a totally site. prehistoric technology. Okay, and if TVs weren't in your house, you wouldn't watch TV. So the point is, is like, as long as there's a TV in your house, there's a good chance... Like I just said it. If they made cable $10 for everyone, would you not just spend the $10 a month just to have it? To the weather channel for, I guess, not news anymore, but sports? 
Like I watch sport and sports is a reason enough to have it. But sports is going to YouTube. Well, for that same ten dollars, you'll just buy that sports channel. You know? But Kamar, my point is, sports goes to YouTube. But I'm still, I'd still like to watch Sports Center. Like I don't want to go and have to be like highlights for this game, highlights for this game. Like I'd rather have it. I don't know. I'm sure they'll have just the. Anyways, Whatever. who knows? It'll it'll all come. I'm sure. I feel like uh, Pauly really wanted to give flowers to his dad. Yeah, well, because he, he never you gets give mentioned. Mitzi all this stuff, yeah. like it, it really, he she just got it because he had to go. Yeah, but he's she got a crooked dick. He's got a little crooked dick. <laughs> she seemed like a real spitfire. She seems like she's a bitch. Yeah, and he did not get along with his mom and like no, his dad ex- more. Exactly. Yeah, that's. Uh, well, again, I think he just wanted to, like you said, give him his flowers. Like this guy opened this thing. If it weren't for him, it doesn't open. And was a crazy hustling like. Open for all this and Stevie Wonder. Yeah. Um, a lot of coke. Argus. He blew it. He mentioned. He Ar- blew it. It was his one chance, and he, he me- blew it. He mentioned Argus, and I guess that was um her. So Argus dated Mitzi, but was her caretaker also, and he was a comedian at the club. It's like- just weird the way he talks about Argus. Like we should all know. Well, no, uh, you watch that. Um, don't they talk about it at the comedy store thing? I mean, it's funny you say that. Should, shouldn't we all know? I was telling Kamar before you got here, my buddy who listens to a lot of Joe was like, why was Pauly Shore talking about his mom so much to Joe? Like, Didn't know it was Mitzi Shore? Yeah. And oh, I was funny. But he knew finally who Mitzi we, Shore was. He knew who Mitzi Shore was. But then finally I, I queued in and I was like, oh, you don't. Oh, I was like, dude, Pauly Shore, his mom is Mitzi. And he was like, oh, get the fuck out of here. He's like, this makes so much more sense. <laughs> So yes, there is. So there are people that listen. That you're right. Are like w- like we listen. Well, to most every people episode. don't know who the fuck Argus. Of is. course, I didn't know until I watched whatever I watched yeah, to yeah. know that. The documentary about the comedy story. I, I guess I, it was. I still don't know. I, if I could go one period, I'd like to go back to and be like seventeen, eighteen. Would be well, you know who Argus was, right? He's a comedian who fucked Mitzi Shore. Well, yeah, and apparently, like there was always a comedian at the store who Mitzi was really. But Argus was to, the most consistent. And he was the one who lasted the longest, I think. Mm-hmm. More into her old age when she needed like to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. God, that would suck. Imagine the bartender so walks up. To, older than him. The right? bartender walks up to you. He's like, Mitzi's taking a real fancy to you. You're like, oh. I can tell you what she looks like. Yeah, exactly. You couldn't? Like, well, oh, y- you're going to become a regular at the store. Yeah, but. But. You're going to have to yam some <laughs> unfavorable vag. <laughs> If I could go back as a teenager anytime, it'd be the uh, like 80s to 90s, the uh, rock, LA rock club scene. But it was just ridiculous. Troubadour. They were talking like about the all Viper those places. Room and yeah. stuff. That too. Um, and then back to Sam, he really like blew up and died. Yeah. But even died. But he um, was terrible at the end. His creative, creative he was way, like, awful. He, he, his So fast. Oh my God. His. Like he was just up there high on coke with a stripper, just like talking to me, like ah Sam, I'm Sam Kinison, stuff and stuff, yeah. It was bad. It was re- some of those end like his last performances were really tough. And I think there would be a weird thing because uh, Polly was saying, um, Mitzi liked Tommy. Tommy didn't like Joe. Tommy Tommy's sided with that, Carlos Mencia. Yeah. Tommy was the booker at the time or the manager of the club. Manager, yeah. yeah. 
Oh, that, and he's and he's the one who banned Joe. So that's awkward. Yeah, because he was also carrying Mitzi up the stairs. So she and couldn't Joe say cannot say Mitzi's name without crying. Yeah, but I think she may have liked Tommy more than she liked Joe. But his unbridled love is allowed. What was weirdest thing though? This well, hold on, sorry. Like Mitzi was still alive when that whole Joe Rogan thing went down. She had already lost. I don't think it. she was there to take also, sides and understand what internet beef was. I'd be interested to know. Also, that. Joe acts like Mitzi had like the best eye for comedy. She got them wrong. She was alive when he got banned. She got what wrong? She thought Seinfeld was terrible and would be nothing. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can poke well, holes in it, and I think Paul. I'm just saying, saying my dad did a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm just saying. I'm not. I'm not saying she didn't have a good eye. I'm just saying. Everyone gets them wrong. You know what I mean? Like, Joe acts like she was infallible. Listen, she made a lot of careers for sure, but, and like you're saying, Kamar, we don't know that someone else in that same position wouldn't have made all it, those careers also. It just more sounded like she was bitter because she wanted comedians to need her and Seinfeld didn't need anybody, right? Mm-hmm. He already made his own way. I think that was more the, I don't think she like, I don't know. No, I think this was before but, he, uh, like, this was before he became massive. I'm pretty well, sure. Well, Joe said he had already had a show at that Okay, point. fair enough. What do I know? Maybe it wasn't Seinfeld, his show, though. Well, I think it was. I'm just saying he might have had some pilot before that that we're unaware of that bombed. We don't know. But you're probably right, Simon. How does that feel? Mm, feels better to hear the statement without the probably, but I'll take what I can get, I guess. Yes, you will. It was weird when he asked Joe, what's Dave Chappelle like? How have you not met Dave Chappelle? <laughs> you would have met him by now on his travels, but I guess there's just that thing. They're always on the road. I wonder if people gave Polly Shore the whole like uh, carrot top treatment too for a long time in the comedy world. Oh, I bet he had it terribly. First of all, right? you're Mitzi's, like, you're yes, Mitzi's mom. You're an MTV VJ. Like, I mean, Joe pretty much was saying it at the beginning. He's like, you were so good, meaning like you were terrible the last time I saw you, and this time you felt free and good. No? Yeah, I picked yes, up, on, picked it, up yeah. on that. 100%. I just didn't want to throw Paulie under the bus like that, but you felt like going there. Whatever. Have you guys seen Moonstruck? No. Have you seen Raising Arizona? Yes. Yes. It's the J-R-E-E movie game. The time has come again. From Matt and Simon to Rex, it brings together the budget in the box office. We all know they won't guess the year. It's a movie game where Matt and Simon go head to head to see what year a movie came out, how much it cost to make, and how much it made at the box office. This week we're doing Rare Arizona uh, from Rare Arizona. Raisin, By the way, Arizona. Fucking thing worked. Yeah, I, I, I thought you saw the shock on my face. Uh, directed by Joel Cohen. Produced and written by Ethan Cohen, also known as the Cohen Brothers. Starring Nicolas Cage and Holly Hunter. Ooh, she did not age well. I this, have a year. this is going to be a tough one because it's a comedy. Um, uh, Give me a sec here. And Arizona is the name of a baby, I believe. Hence the raising Arizona. I think you are correct, Kamara. 
one of the funniest movies I've ever seen. Yeah, it's so good. It is really a great movie. It's funny, yeah. Okay, I'm ready. Listeners at home, have some date. dead air. All right, hey. sorry. I said uh, came out oh, in 80, yeah. 87. I said 89. 1987. Whoa. <laughs> He's, in He's cooking. Oh, He's wow. cooking, folks. Here we go. Okay, well, Here I we guess go. I'm going first then. I said it cost $4.2 million to make, and it grossed $27 million. I said it cost 5.5 and it made 29. Whoa. <laughs> Close. It may it cost 5.5 million dollars to make and made 29. No. Wow, he wins. No, Simon, you won. What do you mean? He, we've done it before. 4.2 and 27. What are you? Oh, we've done it before. We did it last time he was on the show. 29.2, you cheated. But I actually. I said you won. I said. Dude, I killed that. Simon. You did. You did. I didn't take the cheat win. No, no, good good for you. I said right away. So, but you haven't seen Moonstruck? I haven't seen Moonstruck, no. They did talk about other movies, though. Leaving on. Las Vegas, but I think we no. know, we've done that before. I think we've done Leaving Las Vegas. It was, yeah. all, it was yeah. a Nicolas Cage Oh, we Cage have thon. done Leaving Las I'm Vegas? I'm pretty sure we have. Well, there yeah. must be one Nicolas Cage movie we haven't done. The Come Rock? Hmm. I haven't seen Pig, but we could just take guesses. I haven't seen Pig. I haven't oh, seen The Rock. Pig either. Sure, we'll do The Rock. Perfect. Yeah, okay, I like The Rock. Or what's the other one? Con, Con Air. Air. I think I like Con Air. We've done Air, Con Air. Oh, we have? We've definitely done Con Air. You gotta love some, what's his name, Malkovich. Great work, though, Simon. Thanks, buddy. I know you didn't have the year, but when you... It was pretty close. Simon, Two what's years crazy, off the Simon, year. what's crazy is this. I obviously know I have the right answer written down. Yeah. So I'm looking at 5.5 and 29, and I'm, oh. I've, I've, I've been looking at the camera, too, smiling a whole bunch. But <laughs> you say you heart. said your numbers. Yeah. And I, I, was I, was like, like, I was like, holy shit, Simon, really fucking strong. <laughs> so strong. I was like, not as strong as what I'm about to say, but very, <laughs> very strong. Well... Okay, The Rock. Right. This is really tough. Uh, so tell us about The Rock, Kamar. It's starring Nicolas Cage and Sean Connery. There's a theory online that it is a James Bond film. What year did it come out? There's a theory online about The Rock? Yes, that it's a James Bond movie. Like an unofficial James Bond movie, and yes. that's James Bond old? Yes, because in James prison. Bond... Yes, because in one of the books, James Bond... Uh, like goes like disappears for a while and they believe that he was captured by like some foreign entity and that the foreign entity made him do this to like free himself. The significance of the rock is it was a Michael Bay oh, and had all that like sweeping cameras and uh, low shots that went up while smoke was going and stuff and screen flare. All right, Simon, I have a year starring Sean Connery, Nicholas Cage, Ed Harris, Michael Bean, William Forsythe. Can I have a year two? I said 95. Oh, I said 2005. Ooh, Mount, really close. 1996. 96? It was that old. Holy shit. I think it was like his first big one. Wow, that's crazy. You think it was Nick Cage's first? No, he no, won't Michael leave. Bay. Oh, my, I see. Sorry. My apologies. Kamar got really pissed there. So 1996. <laughs> I'm ready. I have, I have all the stuffs. Raising Arizona. We've done a Kamar. This is the thing. We've done we, I, we've done a lot of movies. Okay, I'm ready. Yeah, like we've probably done close to 200 movies. I don't even think that's an exaggeration. And this isn't all of them. I've and we repeat. It's so sad. 
So I said it cost thirty-six million to make, and it made two seventy. I said it cost fifty-four, and it made two twenty. It cost seventy-five million dollars. Wow! I don't think you remember how cutting edge this was. But in nineteen ninety-five, it was the, the yeah. There were the, planes. The, the, and, 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 I still, and the, Kamar. Uh, I thought going down San Francisco. Well, that's cost nothing. I thought the summer. And how Hummer, much did it make? Three hundred and thirty-five wow. million dollars. Okay. Okay. Because okay. the rule is two thousand. I know. After two thousand, everything's a hundred million. I get it, plus. but Kamar, I thought I was like, you know what? Ninety-five, Michael Bay, fifty, fifty-five is still like a lot of money in ninety-five, even for a Michael Bay. And you were like, it was his first. I don't know, just seventy-five. A lot of locations all over the place. Not really. It's Sean all Connery got one location. It's, it's all. all Sean Connery got twenty million dollars to do it. Well, that, Something wow. like that. 20, okay. Cage. Well, that's yeah. No, no. I, I think yeah, yeah. got a lot of money. Yeah, yeah. All right, back to the show. That's the movie game. <laughs> Simon, I give you a win there. Thanks, yeah. man. Two wins. I mean, you never know. It the fact that we've done it before means it could be suppressed deep in your Dude, if that's suppressed deep in my head, I Simon, all I have is rap lyrics in my head. There's that's nothing of true. use in there at all. Uh when singers get replaced, it's always a weird things. It's it's they, right? they did that whole movie about it with uh, I can't believe they that's what we should have done this week. Um Rockstar with Marky Mark. Yes. We could have. If it's, I that whole to. movie is about a guy who sounds just like the uh, singer of some band and replaces them or wins in a contest or something. And Kamar, it works when you aren't old enough to have experienced the mm-hmm. other. Yeah, you don't have like a, there was ones I grew up with, like Van Halen was one where I had no idea. ACDC that, is a perfect Sam, one. Sammy Hagar was the lead singer. For me, game. Sammy Hagar was the like lead singer. You, yeah. We all only know the older. Okay, so it has, it has, it no, has. Angus, Angus is, is the, the guitarist. guitarist. Yeah, but sorry. But yeah. It's the guy who wears the hat. It's his name. Yeah. Bon but Scott. it's a different guy. Thank you. Is that no, his bon name? Scott was he was the, the first, first one. Singer. The new one is. Uh, what the fuck is Brian Simpson or something. He looks like a plumber. Hold on. like a plumber. So it can happen, but it just depends on your connection. Um, they brought up the uh, journey and actually played the guy singing Don't Stop Believing. And I'm going to tell you. Brian Johnson. Thank you. That song was nowhere, no one listening to Journey until it was on Laguna Beach in 2006. Don't Stop Believing was a huge hit. It was a huge hit and then became like a joke. And I'm telling you, it got played in Laguna Beach 2006 when... Uh, Lauren Conrad and Stephen Coletti go on a date and they're about to hook up. I, I remember an iconic moment because I was watching Looking the Beach at the time. This was before Coachella was being live streamed. Okay, listen, I'm a big as I'm as big a Laguna Beach fan as anybody else, but there's no way that's what made that song popular again. It, you are so wrong. I I, I I I I felt it at the time watching it. Like this this song's gonna blow up again. I compare it to Kate Bush and Stranger uh, Things, and I actually found an article that said the exact same thing that confirmed what I said. So. I didn't come here to debate. <laughs> I scoured the internet through a bunch debate. of articles that disagreed with me until I found one. Oh, come on, that's great. This is a fact. No, that I don't believe Kakaku that. would fucking stand behind. I do not believe that at all. Uh, craziest band you've seen live? They talked about going to see bands, and Joe has seen nothing. The best concert I've ever seen, hands I don't down. Think that's what he asked. Oh, what was the question, Kamar? Bands you've craziest seen. show you've seen. So but that doesn't okay. The best concert I just, I've ever seen. Well, I, I interpreted it a different way. My apologies. Like, uh, Joe never saw Kiss. Was a huge Kiss fan. Dinosaur Junior at Massey Hall. Oh yeah. Lou Barlow is the best one. show you've ever seen. Lou Barlow. 
Yeah, he's he was like the, the lead singer of Dinosaur Junior. I'm pretty sure. I don't think he's the lead singer. I thought Lou was like the guitarist. <laughs> Whatever. And I tell you, you think Dinosaur Junior at Massey Hall was the best show you've ever seen? The best show wow. I've ever seen. It was so fucking good. It was on Halloween. It was like in the prime of my life. Interesting. It was, it was amazing. Uh, no, yeah, I'm pretty sure Lou is uh, the either the drummer or the bassist or the or the other guy. What's there. the best band you've seen in Ottawa then? Um, I've seen I've seen so fucking many. I mean, Girl Talk was one of the best shows I've ever seen. Yeah, but Kamar made Just half of that show because it was such an amazing like moment, you know. I think mine would be Pantera. Jay I don't. Really, I can't believe it took me that long to remember. Oh, yeah, but Lou Barlow's in fucking Dinosaur Junior. Yeah, yeah, but but for like most of the albums that are out there, uh, Jay Maskus played all the instruments. He would bring in the other guys brought, for okay, the live gotcha. shows. Like the guy is a fucking amazing musician, man. Probably one of the best guitarists ever. The best fucking show I've seen. Jesus, that's a great question. It's gonna be some rap show, obviously. A Babylon. No, I'd say Jungle was one of the best shows I've ever seen in Montreal. Oh, Run the Jewels. They put on a fucking solid show. Most recently? I saw them like pre, just maybe a couple months before the pandemic in Montreal. Danny and I went down. So Run the Jewels is good. Brother Ali, really good. Um, I'm trying to think. I didn't end up seeing Sunny Day in Toronto. Oh, yeah. Just if you were wondering. Didn't make it. <laughs> Slip my mind. Big surprise. Well, I had to cover for someone at work. I don't know, Kamar. What's your? You said Pantera. Pantera, was the Congress Center. You were young. I was yeah. I was like eighteen or nineteen. I think I think I used fake ID to get in. We drank beer and it was so heavy, and there was like packed. Like I didn't even know people turned up for this sort of band, and it was just like. Crazy. It really depends on like the time in your life. Of course, it's like of course, these moments, of course, of course, you know? of course. But it was just so such raw energy, and that's cool. Yeah, definitely. That's cool. And I didn't even know who they were. That's always fun. Like one of the best shows I ever saw was up at um, Nikki's yeah, for yeah. the Clyde Those because the I was shows. so fucked up. You know what I mean? Oh, I was. I wasn't really fucked up. I was just like, you know, when you're slam dancing, you're like you're fighting for your life, but like. Come on, you know what? Those are some of the best shows I've ever seen Crazy. where I didn't know the band that was playing and they blew my they mind. They blew your mind, yeah. yeah. Flying Lotus, Caribou. Less expectation going yeah. in. Yeah, Slim Cessna's <laughs> Auto Club. When we were like from in grade nine, that was when we were in like our mosh pitting days. Yeah. And we used to go to shows just for the mosh pits. Yeah, just to, kick, was just to kick people. I saw Gob at Barrymore's when I was like 16. I was like obsessed with like, this is so weird. I ended up seeing this band just like randomly. We went to like some punk show and what was their fucking name? They were terrible. Um, Good story, Simon. Jesus Christ. Oh, the name's going to come to me and then you'll. Okay, Kamar, I know your answer, but we'll, we'll ask everyone. What's the best stand-up show you've seen? John Dorr. I knew you were. Yeah, I was right about Still that. Still after all these years. I was there for that show, too. I, I like, don't know what's the best show I've ever seen. I thought you were going to say Jim Jeffries, potentially. <laughs> Jim Jeffries, I laughed a lot. But again, that was like you, me, and Danny. We were fucking so high. You know what I mean? That's That was part of it, too. So I wanted I think you're forgetting to laugh. The Sens had won in overtime while we were in oh, line waiting in line to go waiting. in. It was a great night. It was a really That's good right. night, yeah. But like, I saw Chris Rock. That was pretty amazing. Okay. But Bill Burr was really good when I saw him at... Um, 
the National Art Center. That yeah. was a really good show. I don't know. Gilbert Gottfried was really good too. Uh, the guy power. who talks about hot pockets. That was amazing. Jim Gaffigan. Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. Are you angry? It was terrible. I hated oh. that show. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. Are we doing yeah. the same podcast here? What else you got, Kamara? Is that it for Polly? Uh, Polly pitched a lot of guests. We could disagree on that. A lot of pitching, a lot of guests. Doctor well, Dre would be a good one, and Nicholas Cage. And both would be great. I think yeah, Nicholas Cage when people... would be an amazing one. Guy bought a fucking Tyrannosaurus Rex skull. He's a really interesting dude. Well, I told you I'd like to hear his story about buying that haunted house in New Orleans. I didn't even know he did that. He bought some. So there's a. It's a long story, and I'm going to butcher it. I, I told it once in this podcast, but he bought this like cursed home in new orleans and then he was gonna live there and write like the great american novel or screenplay or whatever amazing and he believes that it is the downfall of his career buying and moving into this home no way and he moved out and he refuses to sell it because he doesn't want to i think that was the story somebody else yeah but he has had a resurrection for sure yeah, he has, yeah. I feel like the media just treats him <laughs> like he's crazy and he's just living his best he's life. He's the carrot top of... Uh, and it's not what you, you think. You know, people love to hate on him, but he's, Nickelback. he's fine. I, I don't... Like, yeah, Face Off is terrible. It's awesome. But, like, um, I haven't seen Pig. I want to watch it. Yeah. But, like, that new movie he did, that was really good, I thought. Poking fun at himself, the unbearable weight of being Nicolas Cage. What's or, that on? You can watch it on. What did I watch it on? Some it's somewhere Joe for said free. It, Joe, Joe said it was Crave. I think it's on Crave. For I watched. Free. I laughed. I thought it was funny. It's great, but, but the other guy is Pedro so Pascal. Good. Is he hilarious. is yeah. amazing when they're super high. The, just the whole movie is yeah. great. the The premise of it is good. It's just a funny poking yeah. fun at yourself is always good for a guy like that. I mean, JCVD did the same thing. JC. You remember Jean Claude Van Damme came out with that movie called JCVD, where it was like him playing him in like a, and that was his kind of small resurrection. The, there. the difference inception. is that Nicolas Cage was actually a decent actor yes. and Jean-Claude Van Damme could do the splits. But he was still a big star. He, regardless. He, you know what? He was like uh, a professional wrestler is real. He's a real movie star. Whether it was like campy, I think like whatever Schwarzenegger got away with, it just worked for him. Like Steven Seagal should have done it. Poked fun at himself, but yes. instead he just no, made he cop leaned, shows yeah, where yeah. he leaned hard the, the other, other way. way yeah. Like, yeah. I'm yeah, actually as yeah. Jean Claude Van Damme did that. He was like, "Yeah, I'll just make fun of myself." I, 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 can I do never this. watched yeah. that, so I have no uh, point of reference okay. to uh, know what it was. I've, I'll just wrap it up. I feel it was Dave Smith might feel some weird pressure that Joe was like, "Oh, if you want to really know the Dave Smith is the guy to talk about these geopolitical things, he knows the most." It's just what? Where are we in the world? That's yeah. Joe's go-to guy yeah. on geopolitical. If you want to know about what's really going on in the Ukraine and Russia, there's this guy who has a podcast a called yeah. the the Legion of Skanks. He'll really set you and, straight. And, 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 I, and I realize I believe in what Dave says too, but it just it's it's a wild citing him as the expert in this. I'm pretty sure that you consistently say Dave Smith says what I think. He says that on this show, but when Kamar's out in the world, he wouldn't tell someone. Oh no, he just, he wouldn't quote his sources as Dave Smith. People think Kamar knows about geopolitical issues. Learn to try. I've, I've tried and I've learned that I just, I mess it up and learn to code. I should have Kamar. What's the saying? I'd rather, I'd rather remain silent and be thought a fool than open my mouth and remove all doubt. Yep. That's it. Ooh, that's um, good. Who said that? Like I don't remember, but at least I nailed it. How it much? Really of, good. How much of the ocean is fish pee? 
<laughs> and you know, uh, Joe, Joe, um, look at Simon. He's, he's lost in this. She's lost. Joe realizes that how small the actual quantum computer is in this episode. Yes. Cause Jamie brings it back up. He goes, yeah. And then no, wow, no, it's, it's really it's that not small. Yeah. Like, which means does he even pay attention? How much fish be you're lost on this, huh, Simon? You really can't well, get past. This I feel is, like it's a catheter. Sir. This yeah. is what I'm thinking. So everybody quotes the lowering of the ocean. Oh no, they say it's the raising of yeah. the ocean. That's wrong. Do We're fish not worried have about the ocean going down because maybe the killing of all the fish oh, no. was be, like balancing out the you know the excess water. But it's the it's not salt water. Way. It's just piss. <laughs> 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 That's what the ocean is. <laughs> Well, that probably makes some sense. Oh my! I'm writing that down. I'm I'm doing it tonight. That probably makes some night. sense. For I'm sure, not tonight. For sure. Salt water's piss. But then, why wouldn't lakes taste like piss? They're full of fish. heckler. That's all he needs <laughs> to fuck up a premise. One like, guy. have you ever slept with a squirter? I, every time I do, I'm like, every time. Well, not I haven't obviously in decades, but yeah, I was always like, you're just pissing, aren't you? Oh, a hundred percent pissing. Yeah, right. Like I'm all yeah. I think it's just like piss, but without um, the salt. I don't know. Saltless piss. Yeah, there's one chick where I was like, I think you just like pissing on me, which is really weird. Because if you asked, I'd say no. But somehow this is a fun loophole you found. Well, you think she was like just doing it on purpose? Like she wasn't even coming. She was just fucking. Yeah, there were definitely times where you're like, I know. There's on you? No, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's weird. Yeah. Like, she just wanted to be over. She's like, I just got to piss on this guy and get this over with. I mean, some people like pissing on people, so. Definitely weird, though. I mean, usually they like that you, well, maybe not, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's the sneak attack. Maybe it's like a dominance thing, yeah. yeah. Like a real dominance thing. I don't know any girls that want me to piss inside them, though. I'll tell you that right now. It's a one-way street. (laughs) Have you ever asked? Yeah, you've never tried. Maybe Come there on. are lots of girls. Who have want I ever that. pissed on a girl? Yes. Have I ever pissed inside a girl? No. You have pissed sure. on a girl? Sure. Like not in the shower. I never have. I think in the shower. I would never. Yeah. Everybody's done that. No, not. Anyways. No, uh, not. No, he's saying Joy- the shower was off. They got in the shower <laughs> as to not make a mess of the piss, is, is what he's saying. What you're, is yes, that what that's you're what he's saying. Join my OnlyFans if you want. Listen, know what's up. Simon, if you're going to get pissed on, it's obviously not your first time because. You know the drill. You're like, I don't want to get piss all over my bedroom, so why don't we go into the bathroom, piss on me here? I Correct, assu- Kamar? I yeah, assume well, that you don't want to worry about cleaning up. This is what I'm saying. <laughs> Stop yeah. the flow. Last thing you okay. want to do is sit so, down for breakfast you know the next day and be like, oh, there's still piss on or, the table. Or a shower that's just sort of like I, I, a big standing room shower, yeah. not even having to step into a tub. Yeah. Anyways, Anyways. I, I give it a two. Holly Shore? Oh my god, this one gets a fucking one. This I have, episode I have so many questions. This episode was boring to a level that's tough to describe. Like for and I like Polly. I thought compared this compared to the next episode, this one is the most interesting episode ever. Yeah. I just I like I, compared to yeah. It I acted get, like yeah. it was his first time there and it wasn't. I mean no, some, no, it was boring. The only interesting part was that little bit about Mitzi. Even that. I just did the there was nothing new here. There was no. It is like, interesting to hear Polly's side of it. Yeah, side of it. Yeah, that's it, again. Know, she wasn't an angel. I think Joe paints her as this. Like, yeah, he he went easy on his saint. mom in the first time he was on. This time he came back to stand up for his dad and wow. shit on his mom. If nothing else, like she kicked him out. But maybe he was just crazy. Like, you know, who knows? We only know half of the story. You know? Yeah. Too bad Mitzi could never be a guest on the show. Chat GPT, fire it up. 
Uh, somebody should do that episode. Joe interviews Mitzi on the Joe Rogan episode. Oh, fuck. This podcast is never going to make it. He'll have it. He'll have it taken down. Dude, that is exactly the next spinoff we Joe, should do. Joe, you've got to stop doing we'll this podcast. We'll just make up Joe Rogan episodes that have never happened. Yeah. That, that people using AI. See. Yeah. Just using chat GPT. Yeah. Steve Jobs. We'll release them two a week. I like that. We don't have to do anything. Or yeah. we, we, we could just. Every week, have AI Joe put him over their coals and grill him for all the fucking stuff he did. He gets all defensive each week. So now try to do better, guys. Huh? Night- or you have Joe interview Joe. That's been done. That's, That's been, been done. done. Yeah. 1982 okay. Okay. John Hennessy. This episode absolutely fucking I'm on strike. Stunk. This was terrible. What? I mean, I said it at the beginning. I'll reiterate it now. What the fuck was he doing? Why is this guy on the show? Who gives a fuck? Like, I I will say this. If this was last week and he had crammed this one in as the fifth, we would have just rated it. And I literally would have been fine just saying there was an episode. It was about cars. We're each going to rate it and we're not going to speak. He interviews Joe 80% of the time. He was also on the show to promote the cold plunge. Was he after, after everything? When I, he's, he's is that what he was promoting? Well, he said he was on Ritalin, then he got off it. And no, then took, I mean, what was he actually promoting on the show? He wanted to say how Cole Plunge has changed his life. Why did Joe have him on? What was the purpose? Because he this added episode? a thousand horsepower to a already very fast. He car. must have I, given I Joe a free car or something. This must he built be, Joe's car. He built Joe's car. Oh, he did. No this free. is this is what. Oh, come on. Listen, this is payment. No. I don't think Joe would take a free car. I think he gives Joe a sweet ass deal and Joe has him on so that he can get some followers for his fucking car podcast or whatever he's planning to do next. He made a car. He mentioned for the guy that founded Remax. What was his name? John Could Hennessy. Could you imagine? Is his name John Hennessy. Hennessy? I don't know his first name. Kamar, what is his first John name? John Hennessy. Thank you. I bet that guy's got a lot of money, Kamar. I guess I guess so. He's one of the guys that bought one of these 100 cars that he's building. He came from an abusive father. That gave him motivation. And his dad was an uh, insurance adjuster. We think he was probably the, you know up there with lawyers as good people and how angry you're going to be at your job. <laughs> First rule of road racing, have a small fortune. Good advice. Yep. And he turned. He pivoted when he couldn't race and started making uh, supercars for other people. He's worth 10 mil. Just that's, in case you were nice, interested. That's a nice existence. And, and, and rising, I'm sure. Cruise control is bad at night. It's a good, that's a good tip. Who the fuck uses cruise control? I do. I do. Really? On a highway? On a highway? For what do you sure. do? If I have a long drive, like a, anything over an hour, for sure. I I'm cannot using, remember the last time I used fucking cruise control. All the time. Easiest thing in the world. I mean, I, I hear you, but I just, I'm... I don't know Simon. why holding your foot on a pedal is hard. <laughs> next 12, next, well, first of all, speed, you fuel never, efficiency. next time you go to Toronto, just try it, and I guarantee you it'll change your life. You'll be like, sure. what the fuck have I been doing? I drive up to the cottage every week, so I'll... Uh, Windy roads, no bueno. No, no, it's highway for a long okay, time to Tromblom there. Straight shot, man. But I end up just, like, getting nervous at some points, you know, like... You, 
touch the brake and then it fucks up the it doesn't fuck it up it just turns it off yeah, and then you turns it off yeah but then you hit the hey, button you, the you button is on your it. fucking you control it from a, the wheel it's a lot of speed it's a lot of thinking it's just less thinking for me to just keep my foot on the pedal you know well, he argues it's the complete opposite, and when you <laughs> Simon use, Simon use goes out of his way to be old, me. he really does. Like, what's this new? I what's fight this new? everything yeah, right he, till the he, end. He, I no, am he, a late adopter of all things. You're just guilty of keeping it real, brother. Cruise control's been around for the better part of like what thirty years. I Invented like the nerves I like it. what you just said, Kamar. Right down. I don't know what it was, but I liked it. What uh, did you say? Something about keeping it real. Yeah, he just keep it real. Uh, paper routes. Everyone have a paper route. I used to help my friend Al do his paper routes. So you never had your own. We had to go own. collect it. No, for two dollars. I would go help him collect. That's like, the muscle. He'd do one side of the street, and I'd no just to get it done quicker. Yeah, yeah. And then we'd go and like smoke the money cigarettes the or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, buy. We'd go to Mexi's and buy cigarettes out of the uh, Simon was at every house with an abacus. Well, you owe. It, it's the worst. I remember the kid coming to our house and how many times my dad would say, I don't have money, send him away. Or they'd go, okay, go check all the chairs. We need $4.25. I had we'd a penny saver. Looking. I think I had one for like a week and I was like, this is what you get paid later. Did Were you, I'd, like again, you're younger. When I was young, they would come with this little pad you'd pay them and then they'd rip out this little thing as like proof of purchase you know i don't even remember do you remember that i did it you did it okay that was like old school the worst part and it felt like torture was uh you had to get your papers and put inserts the inserts on saturdays only yeah that was no and wednesday and no it was only weekends i thought i'm not gonna fight with you well for my for al it was only weekends maybe they changed that i mean Alibaba. I remember all of a sudden switch from kids on every street to one guy in a truck. That was way later. Well, way later. Because you were still delivering newspapers, right? So Kamar, I had a job in the government where we had to fill, we had to put together 50,000 pamphlets and then put them in envelopes and seal those envelopes and do nice. three months of like the most tedious. And like, then AI can do that And now. then pay yeah. a company who is going to send a kid out who's going to throw them all in a sewer. <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. <laughs> It's the circle of life. Yeah, oldest oldest trick of the book. It's so funny you mention that. I can't tell you how many times I used to flyer back in the day, and the person would be like, "Flyer for three hours," and then whatever you have left, just throw in the garbage. And I was like, "They knew just as well." Like, yeah. you know, you could just save a step by not sending someone out and just tossing them all in the garbage and having the people pay you. <laughs> like, no, I think you want. No, least, you have yeah, to have, you have some, some sort of presence. Yeah, yeah. yeah, no, no, for sure, for sure. But it's just crazy. Like, I wonder how many fly, like because you always got to print flyers by the thousand. And then we used to back when I had a different business. We used to do like a catalog thing. We'd send out every year for Christmas time, and you'd have to get like flyer force to deliver it. And let me tell you, every time I did a spot check to try and like, I'll say. I was just like, as long as I get mine, yeah. then I know I would never get it. So that's how fucking. I'm telling you, they're I all going yeah, in the fucking dumpsters. Sure. I mean, again, you're giving it to like some 14 year old who's like, yep, I did the whole thing. Go ahead. Come Anyhow, on, sorry. Sorry. What was your I shittiest job? Bored you are. I laid bricks. That was definitely the hardest, shittiest oh, job shit. I had. I was a landscaper one year. That was fucking horrible. Landscaping sucks. Uh, working in some of the kitchens was really bad. Yeah, summer in the kitchen is really tough. Making um, shawarmas. Oh, I know what the worst job I ever had was. Only because it was the most boring job of all time. My dad got it for me. 
I worked at like uh, a lab on Ottawa U campus and I would take an injection like this, like a needle. I would plug it into a machine, physically push it in. Then I'd wait 25 or 20 minutes while it ran its thing. And then I do it. That's all I did all day. Ugh. It sounds good. Like I, you know, you do nothing. You sit around hey, and read a book, but it's free. so fucking yeah, boring. You for know, eight hours. The yeah. highlight of my day was like what I was going to get for lunch. Jobs like that are terrible. 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 That's why there's so many people that are like, AI is going to take a job. I'm like, that's a job it should take. And take it, that job. It was so funny. Like, I got this job through nepotism. And my dad, when I told my dad, I was like, yeah, this is what they have me doing. He's like, that's what they have you doing? I'm like, what do you think they had me doing? He's like, I thought <laughs> they had you working in a lab with the mice. I'm like, dude. Come on, you know? And then, so then the next time I go in, I guess he talked to like his buddy and was like, what are you doing? You know? So the next time I go, went in, they let me like use a guillotine. They have these tiny little guillotines to, cause you have to take the rat's heart out. Jesus. Well, it's, yeah. I did something really fun for one day. And you're like, if I do this all the time, we're gold? No. I thought so. And then the next week I went back to injecting things into a machine and then I just stopped going. I was like, fuck this. There you go. That's classic Simon. Sounds about right. Yeah, sounds about right. Wait, Trash. In, wait until you hear my episode on Patreon. Joe talked about how teaching helps you learn, which I think is an important thing. Like that, for sure someone else, is, that for sure is true. Because you yeah. sort of activate what you know and it reinforces it. It breaks things down in your head for you. I always felt like I used to teach tennis and it for sure made me a better tennis player. I think it also makes you cut out the fat because along the way you probably learned some stuff that was useless that someone taught you and you, or maybe it's outdated now and you're like, here, the, you know, shortcuts to that sort of stuff. Or it was essential to you learning and you know, maybe they don't focus on it now, but you know, it worked for you. Like, there are lots of sports, sports in particular, where um, jobs even you know you can do it Trades, way skills. differently. Whoa. You can do it way differently than somebody else, and equally as effective. Look at fucking um, coaches, uh, golf swings. You know, yeah. like, but there are so many different golf swings. There's an Asian guy right now that has a wild fucking swing. What are you looking for? What did you drop? Nothing. Don't worry about it. Fidget spinner over here. Fuck. Would Joe think you knew how to play pool? Me? He knew John Hennessy knew how to shoot stick. No, he would be like this guy's bang average. Do you best. know? Do you know why, Kamar? Because they probably played pool right outside in the lobby of the studio. No, the pool no. tables are in the back room. They what? have their own room. Okay, uh, you know what I mean. That's exactly what happened. That they has just, nothing to do with this. They just played Would pool Joe together. Would Joe think you knew how to play pool? Matt says no. I, well, again, Why I'm, are you saying me, though? I'm I didn't Matt. say you. No, no, no I, he's I, asking I don't us. get it. I'm asking us. He's asking Obviously you. They Joe, a guy who doesn't know who we are. No, he's saying if you played a game of pool with Joe right now, you it's sit so down. It's so obvious he played pool with him because he said we just played pool and I knew you had to shoot. So, he's so saying, I asked you guys. Oh, if he plays pool with you, would he think I'm with you? Knew you how to I, shoot? I think I, you heard me the whole way. I did hear you the whole Absolutely, way. Absolutely, because you answered immediately almost a well thought out answer. Yes. Yeah. Again, Kamar, I think I'm a. I think if your average player played me, I'm proficient. I could win many games. 
But I think as far as Joe is like a professional pool player. You don't player. think Joe's a nice joke? You've been, it really you've been depends on the day for me. Some days I catch lightning in a bottle and I can clear the table. And someday I can't sink a shot. Can you it's do the English when things. the ball is against the rail that you bang it down and just drops no. in? Because that, that's, I think, a shot that shows. I can, shows. like, if I'm playing well, I can leave the white ball where yeah, I, I want to I can do that it. if I'm playing you know well. I, I have mean? a really good and break, I think that's too. That's like the idea that Joe be like, okay, this guy might. But I can't, like, dude. But I could just as easily miss an easy shot into the corner. Like, I'm not uh, chalk your cue every shot. Here's my point. Yes, here's my point. Joe, I think for Joe to look at you and say this is a proficient player, you'd have to clear the rack, and I don't think I could do that within like the first ten games of playing with Joe. And Joe's going to be clearing that rack. So that's that's to me that's how I would. I guess that's how I would judge a good pool player. If you can clear the rack, and and I've. Like in front of me in the first five games, I think you're probably a very proficient. Well, obvi- obviously, yeah, yeah. But Joe judges judges himself as a like a B pool player. That's incredible, you know. That's just below the pros. I agree. Yeah, like there's nothing I'm a, that good at. You know what I'm saying? No, where I'm just below the pros. Yeah, but that's why I'll never be successful. Joe is like a driven, successful person. He understands how to like. Like when he was like, yeah, I was going to be an Olympic Taekwondo, you know. Um, I don't think it's a mistake that he's been successful in his life. He named his the car he's making after Fury the movie. Did you see Fury the movie? Yes. I mean, I guess it has to end the way it did, but I always thought they could have done it differently. I don't remember the ending. Maybe I didn't see Fury. I know it has Shia LaBeouf and Brad Pitt. I know it's the, yeah. the tank film. Yeah. It's a great movie. But, great movie. But they should have had two guys... So ambush them instead of all being the tank. Oh, there was a huge problem with that final scene. Yeah, but it had to end. In the, so but I think the it. whole point was like, you know, these guys were just so dedicated to Brad Pitt that they were willing to do something that was obviously not in their best interest. That's fair. Um, if you watch the movie, you would get. He talked about how. No, I'm just. Joking. No, I genuinely now I'm like I don't think I saw it. It really is a good movie though. It's. Uh, for, listen, for all of Shia LaBeouf's crap, mm-hmm. guy is a fucking great actor. Yeah, yeah. A great fucking actor. And I don't usually like um, what's his fuck there from Walking Dead, but oh, yeah. he's good in it. There, everybody is good in that movie. Uh, the the um, who's that guy there? He's a uh, Hispanic guy. Uh, I know who you're talking. Michael Peña. He's, Peter, he's Michael great. Peña, yeah. Yeah. He is great in that. They're all great. Michael Peña. Tom or uh, Brad Pitt does some weird fucking accent, and he's great in it. Like they're all good. There was a bit of fight talk, and in it, I realized why I was turned off of uh, UFC for so long. It might have been around the Chuck Liddell era, but it was also all the guys were wearing affliction. affliction. Yeah. And it was such the an association. Affliction time, and I think man. that's one of the, that was it. I thought it was Life's a Beach, but it was tap out and yeah. affliction was everywhere. And I think Pop that's what um, yeah. Reebok, as, as much as it screwed the fighters, I think that homogenized everything. It gave it credibility. You're absolutely right. UFC and like Tom Hardy were like in the same breath. Yeah, all it that wasn't stuff. cool to watch UFC. It was like, it made you like, you might as well have a Calvin pissing on a Chevrolet sticker on the back. Well, do you car. not remember the famous, um, it's like a meme now of that guy shirtless and he has like, let them bleed or make them bleed like in letters on his face. And he's fucking ah! like, yeah, that was... People looked at that and were like, yeah, I'm not that guy. Yeah. Yeah, now it has a lot of legitimacy, yeah. 
Um, they talked about a producer that he worked with, and that ended up being the guy that Jeremy punched out on yeah. Top Gear. Yeah, it was like I could see that guy get punched out. <laughs> I wanted to punch him out. Who? The guy that? Uh, what's his last name? Jeremy, not Corbell. The guy from Top Gear. I mean, I don't know, but who did he punch out? This guy? No, no this a producer pro- that he worked with oh. as well. I don't think you listened to this episode. I mean, I did, man, but like, I really wasn't paying I don't blame you. I wouldn't blame you one second. But it was interesting how Top Gear decided to sabotage Tesla. And when they did the review, they said the car ran out of battery. And it was a total like... uh, I bet Elon slighted one of them somewhere along the way. And they were like, let's get this fucking guy back. Or they had like an electric car company they were about to come out with. Could have been a number of reasons. There are so many electric cars right now. Um, all the companies are coming out with like, you know, all their new shit. I don't, it's so short-sighted. I don't understand it. it. Like these companies have have to be able to forecast, right? Like they're not morons. They must know there's going to be a massive shortage. Not only that, you would think that was something that's so clearly, um, this slave labor operation that it would be hard for some of these companies to like base their future on. But many companies have based their future on slave labor and continued to operate very successfully. I get it. And, but when they put that slave labor into, to play, it was before anybody was like watchdogging anything. It seems like it was almost grandfathered in. That's why we accept like factory farming because most people don't even know it's going on. This is happening like right before our eyes in the time. No, but forget of, factory uh, farming like iPhones, uh, Nikes, yeah, any no. clothing that you fucking, you know, it's probably yeah. made in a factory by a kid. And we've known that for a long time, but we continue to. I mean, it's really, it's talked about at least though, you know, Nike is constantly the butt of children labor jokes i assume that that will be the same as electric cars so sure, for this thing yeah okay but th- it's a vert nike's not claiming to be virtuous y- you know what i'm saying this is like the whole idea of electric cars is that you're helping the world by i don't know it just seems so short-sighted to me i mean i'm not disagreeing with you i'm just saying like it's a nike it, at the end of the day is the largest there were 36 billion dollars so I don't think they give a shit. Like the same thing, if if Chrysler sells a a shitload, they don't care if there's blood on their hands. It or- would be it would be one thing if like companies were just oh, electric cars are cool. We'll make one for this season. But you can clearly see like they're this is where everything is going. You know, they're banking their whole. I mean, it's just ironic that they're not building the infrastructure that they require to keep these cars on the road. Like gas stations are built all the time. I see them popping up everywhere. The more the city expands, you'll mm-hmm. see a new gas station everywhere. I don't know where all these, like if half of Ottawa all of a sudden got an electric car, I don't know where the fuck they're going to charge them. And if it's contaminated space all of a sudden, that's short-sighted as well. Well, that's, I mean, I don't think anyone expected. You can't, they're never going to be able to support the amount of uh, stations and stuff like that. It's crazy. But in Canada, like, we just got to get fucking Trudeau the fuck out of government because he is this whole, what, like, 2026 or whatever. You have to only produce electric cars. It's crazy. It's probably never going to happen. 
Well, like I said, you just have to. We just have to get him the fuck out of there. He showed his colors when he said uh, Greg Gutfield is uh, hilarious. Who is Greg Gutfield? Exactly. If you know, you know. Well, no, he's the host of the Fox Late Night Show. He's not funny, Simon. Well, he's all right. He, he obviously, I agree with him more than Colbert, Seth Meyers, or any of the other ones. Jimmy Fallon. Oh my God. Yeah, but who watches? Like, I don't know. This guy literally, literally, literally interviewed Joe Rogan about his starting, like, beginning life, then middle life, and then comedy and UFC. There was no point in this episode. It was so boring. Eventually, Joe tried to pull him back to cars. I was like, I don't know what's worse, hearing Joe's backstory for the umpteenth time or fucking listening to this dumb, dumb talk about cars. Like I said, he was there to talk about uh, the cold plunge. Then they talked a bit about diet, sauna, cold. It's I give it a one. Way. I give it a one. I give one it a one. One's a generous. I give it less and than And the a shortest one. podcast in four years. Thank God. The I, only saving grace. Only because the guy got himself too high. I'm, I, I well, bet thank you God. Weed, weed saved us. Yeah, gummies saved us. Um, yeah, I give it like a 0. 0.5. I really thought it was terrible and i'd like to go even lower frankly he seems like a nice guy too i don't want to shit on this guy seems like a great guy but i just this is and just this is zero business fuck. being on this podcast that i listen and i to. actually don't even i think if you're a car guy or girl you'll be equally as disappointed like i think if you were tuning into this to get some good car talk am i wrong no they didn't talk about anything i understood no no, no but even i just there was no like yeah i don't, I don't they know. talked about cars he made that go out to a thousand people. So who gives a fuck? Well, maybe if you're one of those thousand rich people listening, you might care, I guess. Anyway, that's it. So this is what we're doing now. This is just a show for rich people. Yeah, it's like the robber. Fuck the normal yeah, guy. It just it. doesn't yeah. even matter. Yeah, no, no, we get we're to just going to talk about cold plunge saunas and cars you can't afford. When's the last time you can remember a normal Joe on Joe? I mean, I'd say a lot of the scientists are regular yeah, Joes. Regular Joes, exactly. Some of the comedians too are regular Joes. Yep. I mean, I'm trying to think making under a hundred thousand dollars a year. Mm-hmm. What do you think Stavos well, is making a year? Who are you looking for? Like who was on before that was so unrich, not rich? Well, poor. all of them were. Poor. All of them. I mean, Tom. <laughs> what, Bert, no, those were the good old if, days. If we no, I don't way, mean comedians. We go I mean. way back. They weren't successful, but um, maybe the fire pilot, something like that. Fravor. Whatever. That's an episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for listening. If you made it this far, it's fucking incredible. I don't know how we... This should have been a one-hour episode. What the fuck were we doing? Anyway, maybe you're willing to go a step further. We have a Patreon if you want to support the show. We just released a brand new episode. What did you call it, Simon? You Might Be Trash? You Might Be Trash. I just called it Is Matt Trash. It's labeled, but I like that. You Might Be Trash, where we... uh, Whatever. You'll check it out. It's on the Patreon. Patreon.com slash J-R-E-E. I don't want to ruin it, but I may be trash. You can find out for yourself. That's it. There's also YouTube if you want to watch some clips. YouTube.com slash J-R-E-E podcast. There's hardly any clips up right now because I'm... I got to take this whole fucking thing apart. That's it. That's the show. You want to say anything, Kamar? Follow you on Instagram? Ah, Kamar Obar. Thank you to Patreons. I guess fuck you can, everyone else. I guess you can follow me on Instagram. No, not fuck that everyone is, else. That's, that's, terrible. that's my own personal take. Okay. Well, there's Kamar's Your personal take. Your take sucks. If you made it this far, I love you either way. Thank you. Have a great week. Enjoy your weekend. And as usual, keep your eyes open.